Now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your sonic screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys with Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay, great. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. Okay. Happy Sunday, everybody. 9-27-2020, Geeky Gals and Guys. We're currently a gal down. Suze went kayaking, so she'll be joining us shortly. She got some new sun protection this time, so hopefully I don't have to deal with that body horror again. (laughs) (laughs) She got sun poisoning last time she went kayaking, everybody. And, uh, of course, I do love my body horror films, but, you know, um, I feel a little bad when when it happens to somebody I love. And, of course, uh, welcome to the show, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. I'm sun poisoning a time or two in my life because I am a pale skin, very, very white, marshmallow-y type person. So I can can feel her pain. I got it on on one of my legs one time when my band was on tour and I had my leg up in the van window and fell asleep. Oh, no. Oh, it was bad. It was real bad. And, of course, speaking of bands, uh, the the band, well, the the front man for uh, Red Tape Revolution is here, Curtis. Hello, buddy. I will accept the nomination to the expanded Supreme Court in January, and I promise the most entertaining confirmation hearing of all time. Excellent. I I can, I I can, I'd put money on that, so... (laughs) And, of course, Miles is here with us as well. Welcome, Miles. Yes, hello, and I can confirm that never have I ever shared a dick pic with the world. Well, you aren't Captain America either. Nope. No. No, I'm not. So did when people say that, did they, they all say, yeah, that's America's dick? Well, is it America's... Uh-oh. <laughs> so early in the show. Well, yeah, you know, because, you know, America's ass, that is America's ass. Right. You know? Straight to so. the dick jokes tonight. <clears throat> oh, it has to be done. To so, the oh, the Sue's made ah, it. Holy yeah. smokes! Boop, boop. Yep, I've been carousing <clears throat> the river. How? I come back. How did Didst your thou son defeat the river, Suze? Yes. No, the river loves me, and we love each other. <clears throat> oh, okay. Did the sun love you this time? Yeah, I reapplied the suntan lotion several, several times. That is good In to hear. Fear. I was just um, yeah. like the ocean. Is that river wet? Like it's very wet. It's very <laughs> wet, but it's fresh water. Is it it's big fresh water? water? It's not salty. It's big. Because it's not the ocean. Is it it's a lake? Wa- is it big water? It's eerie. It's, it's, it's big eerie. Lake? It's eerie. Okay. Eerie cool. I'm in Cleveland, where the the water is eerie and the tower is terminal. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's right. The so. lake is eerie. Uh, well, okay. I'm glad you made it back, Suze. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, so I kind of wanted to maybe do a roundup at the beginning of the show and see what everybody's been watching. I, I've decided to do a hard break away from too much news. Um, and just, and finally, finally dive into some television shows that I've been wanting to check out. 
And boy, was I not disappointed. There is some great stuff out there. I There was something I've been putting off that I watched today. I signed up again for Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. And I, I, I watched, there's a three-part miniseries on there that they were advertising pretty heavily on Facebook for a while that I wanted to see called Blood Machines. And... I will say this, it, it's it, it's it's gorgeously done, it's an interesting story, a, a tad confusing, but, you know, I, I, I kind of fell asleep through part of one of the episodes, um, but it, visually stunning, and, it, but just, I'm gonna just say it now, it's kind of a gratuitous in its amount of female nudity, so I, I got to the, I got to the point, you I was like, you have my attention, well, there you go, <clears throat> I, I, you know, it, it it just seemed a little, a little tacky uh, in in its uh, delivery, but it was good. It was good. So uh, you know, and it's only it's only like an hour long. Jimmy um, doesn't like lots of naked girls unless they're me. True. That's um, to be expected because he's the prettiest girl in Cleveland. Yeah, there you go. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but I watched that and that was great. And also I was very uh, happy. I'm happy to say, speaking of visually stunning movies, I finally got to see the Nicolas Cage uh, Helmed uh, Color from Outer Space. Or, oh, or yeah. color, color from Space, rather. Yes, I just saw that too. Loved it. Yeah, you know, pretty good interpretation of, an, of a Lovecraft classic. Um, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Not and oh and if you want, I'll tell you what. It's some of the best crazy Nick Cage I've seen in a while too. There were moments yes. where I was like, "Oh, it this is." is a, I love that they bounce it like, "Okay, Nick's gonna be doing his thing and it's gonna be crazy." You know what? Let's pour it on. Throw Tommy <laughs> Chong in there in the woods, just being crazier than Nicholas Cage. I, I love. Yeah, that. yeah, that was really <laughs> creepy too. That so. Um, <clears throat> The the story the short story was pretty much used more of a, kind of a framing device than anything, yeah. but a lot of the major elements were there. So and you know it's tough to it's tough to adapt some of his stories in a literal sense because, uh, like a lot of writers, his stuff doesn't lend itself to to modern cinema, partially due to the fact that you know there's he hated women. <laughs> he was also yeah. a, a racist. Plus, they're trying to modernize it as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so, but there have been, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm okay with the Dean Stockwell uh, in uh, Dunwich Horror and stuff like that. There, there's some other good stuff out there. From Beyond is good. Yeah. Um, I really, 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 really hope that one day At the Mountains of Madness will be made and Guillermo del Toro will be involved. Uh, but, oh yes! But of course, they're like, we need a love story in this in this picture, you know. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, you don't. No, we might not. I mean, there's been plenty of horror films that don't have a love story that that work just fine, that are instant classics, you know. I mean, yeah, there's like personal relationships and stuff. But I mean, take a take a look at Hereditary. Um, you know, that wasn't about a love story. It, it was, uh, you know, nope, no, that was about a fucked up family for the most part and a cult. Uh, <clears throat> spoilers. And a cult. And uh, speaking of Lovecraft, Susan and I are caught up with Lovecraft Country. There will be a new episode out tonight on HBO. Kind of uh, like it, yeah. Are we up to date? 
Yeah, we're up to date. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, no spoilers with that. Again, you know, lots of fun references to H.P. Lovecraft and and other classic fiction. Uh, and and lots of lots of brutality. Lots so and brutality. lots of brutality. Oh uh, and of course, you know, putting in the context of how H.P. Lovecraft was an absolute racist, uh, this is, you know, tackling race issues too. And I think that that's, that's a good way to maybe redeem some of his, uh, writing that was inspired by xenophobia. So, yeah. And, and it is, it is horrific. It's kind of interesting because, you know, you think about his mental illness and how ill his mind was. I mean, it is no excuse for his racism. The time was different, but he was a very ill, paranoid person, you know? And to take that, to take the horror and kind of turn it around and just make it a a scary landscape, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, sorry, my uh, sinuses are not doing well today. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, also, uh, I'm so, so wildly happy with the boys season two right now. It's good. Uh, it's <laughs> hello. Um, yeah, the boy, the I'm boys, sorry, I made a tinking noise. Yeah. I know I can always count I'm on starting you for to think some though, That Homelander guy isn't a good guy. He seems like, yeah, <laughs> you can go to he yeah. looks really good, though. Yes. I mean, that cl- that cave. I mean, how can you not want to just follow him into battle or just let him? Yeah, I mean, right. He's an awful person. He's terrible. Yes, terrible. Just terrible. He's I don't know. He's, he's got a pretty nice smile. Yeah. I mean, no, he's awful. Great head full of hair on that guy. Sure. Hair. Uh, yeah. I, got, he's got the hair. Yeah. I mean, how does he get the, the endorsement? Stop being shallow, Curtis. Stop being shallow. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful, uh, and his girlfriend is awful too. Oh, oh Stormfront. If her name sounds, if if the name Stormfront sounds familiar for a reason, it it should. Um, yeah. So She's awful. that's all I'll say. So She's I knew awful. I knew her secret because I knew the comics a bit and uh, suit well. And it, he was also uh, well. Stormfront was a guy originally in the comics, but um, uh, but yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But yeah, that uh there's some uh, speaking of brutality. Holy shit that show. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> How many different ways can you explode a head? Man, I'm telling you, what they're able to do with that technology, that heat vision is exactly what Superman should have been in any yeah. of uh the Superman productions. Like it's terrifying. It's yeah. Nasty. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there there have been um, there have been instances where Superman has used his heat vision to do things uh, that are considered unethical. There was a uh, there was a story, and I can't remember the name of the the team that he was going up with, going up against. Maybe it was the extremists or something. I can't remember what what their name was, but there were there was this. Um, um, I think they, what they were supposed to be is they were supposed to be like um, carbon copies of like the uh, oh what was that Garth other Garth Ennis team that was real big for a while um, the Authority 
think they were supposed to be like oh, the yeah. Authority, which was uh, Midnighter and Apollo and and all those people. I think I'm not sure. I think it was supposed to be like kind of a, a pastiche of those characters, how they do in comics all the time. But anyway, these characters show up, and Superman used his uh, heat vision with, along with his microscopic vision, to um, lobotomize uh, some of the team members. Oh wow! <laughs> to take away to take away their powers because they were basically going to destroy the Earth. So, uh, or as or, you do, yeah, he did like you know maybe not lobotomize, but actually like cut out the receptors in their brain that gave them superpowers. So, <clears throat> oh, wow. but yeah, so that, that's a clever way to do that. Um, well, huh? I don't think you got a medical release signed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, what, what I want to say is I, uh, I have also been on a sugar kick as well. <laughs> oh, good. You do seem um, like you're a little, a little high energy. Yeah, no, I, a, sh a shutter has, is, is. Oh, it, it has some fun stuff in it, and um, uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm covering, you know, movies with curses attached to them, supposedly. Nice. Yeah, that, that's going to be exciting. And I've been watching Joe Bob Briggs, and I have watched one of the worst. I, I'm what I am in the middle right now of watching one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire freaking life. Mm-hmm. Oh, called what, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a rough one there. Yeah, so. you see it. No, I know, I know all about it. I've seen parts of yeah. it, but you know, there's a lot of rape and animal cruelty. Uh, there is, yeah. and I, I, the only reason why I have to watch it is I have to watch it for my horror chops. But so far, I am, I am completely and utterly disgusted. The only thing that is saving me during this movie is the fact that before this movie was Dead Heat. Okay. Which is another really crappy movie, but it at least has some humor in it. Yeah. So even though I don't like Joe Piscopo, it was a kind of <laughs> funny movie. So there you go. How how can you not like Joe Piscopo? What did what did Joe ever do to you, Michelle? Oh, uh, he, he's okay <laughs> there in life. He's okay in thing, but he's a he can be a douche in real life. Oh, he's a right wing. <laughs> uh, he's a right wing talk yeah, show host he? now. He's a big yeah. friend with Roger Stone. And too. he's a misogynist from hell. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So and I like all, him in Johnny Dangerously too. So yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, you guys, Miles and Michelle, though, I think you guys really enjoy that Blood Machines. Going back to that on Shutter, um, I have to check it out. Yeah. It's only it's three three twenty minute episodes basically, um, and uh, so Shutter's like a horror show or something. It's a horror. It's, it's a, a subscription on Amazon. Yeah. So okay, yeah, and, and this is something you want me to watch with you. <laughs> I will pick the choose the things I think you will enjoy. <laughs> oh, it's an it's, anthology thing. No, no. it's a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, it's like HBO. Sure. It's like it's like you know just you know. Yeah, it's like it's HBO. It's a bunch, of, a bunch of different movies, documentaries, but it's all based either on horror movies or you know classic like uh -huh. uh, slasher movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. wow! There's a lot of sci-fi in there too. Don't 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 fear yes. Miles. That's why yes. I'm <laughs> recommending <laughs> Blood Machines because it's sci-fi, heavy sci-fi. Um, <clears throat> uh, but, uh, and speaking of heavy sci-fi, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about. And I will probably will talk about it at length because I'm obsessed with it. Um, to the point of, I, I actually cheated on Susan and watched ahead to get caught up, oh. <gasps> but your secret's I, safe with me, Kenny. I yes. love, Too late. 
no, that's but mean. I <laughs> want to watch it all My again, though. Broken. I want to watch it all again, though. So I will watch them all again with her. So, okay. uh, Raised really? by Wolves on HBO Max. Yes, I want to see that, too. The only thing I hate about it is you have to watch it on a device or your computer. You can't... The HBO Max doesn't have an, a Roku option or an Amazon Prime option. And Can you stream it to your TV? I'm sure I probably could, but I don't know how. Okay. So I'd, I'd have to okay. figure it out. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, yeah, Raised by Wolves, Ridley Scott, uh, is, obviously he directed at le the very first episode, at least. Uh, I believe he's directed some others. Ba basically, what this is, 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 for me, is kind of making up for not getting that third installment in the Alien prequels, starting with Prometheus and then Alien Covenant. Because those movies, I adored. I adored those movies. I, there were a couple things in Covenant I think could have been done differently to make it better, but I didn't make the movie. Uh, you guys, Miles and Michelle, you remember how fucking excited I was about Alien Covenant coming out. I couldn't shut oh, yeah. up about it back in the day. Um, and it didn't let me down too much. Um, I'm. There are a lot of bitter, anti-Prometheus, anti, you know, there, there's people that just want to see fucking Alien versus Predator movies. I'm not one of them. Those are fun, whatever, but you know, it's like, I, 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 I don't think Alien doesn't need Predator. Mm. I mean... I it, it, an no, Aliens versus Predator movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of the comic stuff has been okay because they actually did yeah. some. The, they did some, uh, I, but there, there. I mean, there's some wild shit that's happened in the comics that that still puts Predator in the same universe as Alien. Um, and it, it's such as like you know z what I was hoping for was a xenomorph, um, synthetic hybrid in uh, Alien covenant because they really seem to be setting up for walter to become the new host so oh, there's the neighbor's dog and we're talking about the dark horse ones right the dark horse coming yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and they did some of that in there after prometheus um and then uh um shut shut up <laughs> i'm guessing you have your windows open yeah yeah God damn! Yeah, and he, he barks right outside our one side window. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah, distracted again. I I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time focusing on anything today. It's a good boy. That, that it's didn't. Okay. That he didn't heard help. me. Um. There was somebody it, walking by. Well, they are allowed to walk by. That's what a sidewalk is for. Um. And, uh, yeah, so Raised by Wolves is kind of filling in that, that missing gap for me because it's all about dystopian future, AI, harsh alien terrains. I don't want to give away too much of the story because it has a lot of layers and a lot of history. But, um, and, and it's, it's kind of like also about atheism versus religion to a certain degree, which is interesting. And, oh my God, I swear to God. <laughs> 
It's ambiance. <laughs> also, during what you were saying, Kenny, I couldn't help but be distracted what sounded like somebody donning a one-man band outfit. What the hell is going on there? <laughs> yes. Ask Susan. I, because I don't know. I was really excited. I have a kazoo right here. If we're going to do that, let's do it. <laughs> You know, I could try to bring Saloon in here for some kitty meows and we can complete the menagerie. <laughs> sure. Prometheus. Yes. Raised by wolves. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's uh, 10 episodes, the first, uh, and, and I'm up to nine. The, final, the finale comes out next Thursday. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and. Um, yeah, so uh, what, what else have, have people been watching? Me, uh, my my latest kick is uh, Gundam, um, Double O. It's a anime of a mech 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 combat. You know the um, so that I finished the first season. I'm now starting the second season. It's it's about a group of people in superior war machines. Superior, as in they kick everybody else's ass. And they are set upon the task of eliminating war on the world. And every time someone starts fighting each other, they step in and kill everybody. They <laughs> 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 say, "Stop fighting!" Yeah. Stop so fighting. Well, they 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 actually go after the aggressor. I think I is a more accurate uh, way of saying. It. That's good. And then the world doesn't like these people interceding, so the world kind of unites together to fight them. Blah blah blah. They don't. That's my thing. I'm, you know, so that's what I've been doing. That's pretty cool. Have you seen that giant Gundam over in Japan? It's like sixty foot tall. I saw it. I've seen. I saw a picture of it. I haven't seen the video of it, but yes. Oh my god! Like it's happening. <laughs> well, I've, if it, if it can become fully autonomous, yes. But right now, I'm yeah. I'm still guessing it's kind of like in the in the in the. I'm the I'm playing Mech stage. Warrior. I'm 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 leaning towards playing BattleTech now instead of my Star Wars game. My Star Wars game, I'm kind of like, yeah. Well, we haven't played in months because of this COVID thing. And as yep. the time distances, I start to be more meh. Yeah. Just saying. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, mm. Michelle, you've been watching anything other other than than your movies? Any TV series? Uh see what was the last one we umbrella. watched we finished the umbrella academy yeah oh okay yeah that's right i was very pleased yeah really? they did well the the end of the season season even though i guess they're not making any more of them i guess it got canceled mm -hmm. but the end of the season was was spectacular you know with the with them <laughs> yeah i can all i can say it was a very very nice little twist Cool. And I really, I really want to know who Father actually is. Hmm. So, well, that um, was also based on a comic, so you might be able to get the answers from there. I, I, <laughs> I know, but I, I, I liked watching the series because I had never been exposed to it as a comic before. Yeah. Um. Other than that, you know, as I said, I did a lot of Joe Bob Briggs. Um. I like Joe Bob Briggs. You know, he can be a bit of an ass at times, but. I like his his movie knowledge. I like how he recite, you know, gives really crazy. Because I just watched Deep Red. It's the first yeah. time I've ever watched Deep Red. That's an Argento film, Briggs. correct? Yeah, Dario Argento. Yeah. Yeah. I've and I had never one. seen it before, but I had heard about it, and it was very very cool to listen to all the facts he had and that sort of thing. And I like those esoteric facts. I like Um, I just one of the movies he had was um. Uh, blood sucking freaks. 
Oh, oh yes. God. Classic. And, yeah, oh, then he, he, had, he had some Oof. amazing facts about that movie. And I would not watch that movie normally, but with him talk, I, I had to watch his little, you know, parts during, sure. you know, the cut up of the film because he had some great facts about that movie. And I'm like, you know, this is the only reason why I watched this movie is because Joe Bob is commenting on it. So, yeah. <laughs> Umbrella Academy was not canceled. Oh, it isn't. There is a third release. Okay. I thought it was canceled. Yeah. So that's something we'll have to get caught up on because we did watch the first season of that. So, um, second and... season is fun. And Good. you know, it's, it's funny. I don't know when they filmed it, but it's almost like they were trying to compete a little bit with like Watchmen and other series that were trying to do a lot of black history. Because oh, they, okay. they put a lot of black Definitely history heavy in the on second the social series. Issues. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that is good. So, yeah. uh, Curtis, anything uh, been uh, tickling your fancy on the tube? Actually, I, I went out in search of it because uh, uh, I'm, I'm regressive. I end up rewatching stuff uh, more than I do exploring new stuff. So, uh, and, and with everything awesome that does get canceled, I was really disappointed that they weren't going to continue on making uh, new Dark Crystal stuff. But I, I understand um, yeah. it, it is incredibly expensive to produce something like that that is almost entirely live action. Yeah, but I, the end bad. result is getting you know rave reviews and people love it. So, uh, but this will take you a little bit in the way back machine and may make you just as mad as I am about it. But there were 21 half hour episodes of Thunder the Barbarian produced by Ruby Spears production yeah. uh, over the course of two years. And then be, despite awesome ratings, Paramount wanted to make room in the programming schedule for get this. Do you know what show knocked Thundar the Barbarian out of being produced more? Rainbow mm. Bright. Uh, I wish. Even that would be more of a success. It got knocked out for Laverne and Shirley in the Army. Oh, boy. What? Okay. A spinoff of Laverne and... I'm so mad. <laughs> like, that's what did it? I... How dare you? That's rough. That's got the energy sword, right? No apologies whatsoever to the fans of Laverne no, and Shirley in the no, army. It's um the, the 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 girl with the 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 the, the priestess. She was cool. Oh yeah, Ukla the Mock. Uh, what's not yep. to love? Uk yeah, Ukla the Mock. Yep. There were fire shooting whales. There was a giant snake <laughs> with a grizzly bear's head. It was amazing. You're getting yeah, thunder mixed up with Herculoids, hon. Oh, Herculoids. Yeah, Miles was getting thunder and Herculoids mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, good company. As that, one I, might how about do that for a crossover? If they don't have, yeah. As one might do if they didn't have Michelle to set you straight. <laughs> well, <laughs> True. I know my goofy cartoons back then. Yeah. I love that stuff. If it had anything happened to do with fantasy or sci-fi at that point, I was in. Yeah. Suze, yeah. is there I anything? Wanted, I wanted to, to love it. Straight. You won't see me pretend to know everything. Yeah, yeah. Gloop and Gleep were from Herculoids. Cool. Yep. Mm, yeah. Suze, is there anything that you uh, want to recommend that I've not been watching? I've been watching um, Dollface on uh, Hulu with Kat Dennings. Um, she's on. Don't she was on Two Broke Girls. I'm big fan she, of yeah, that actress, so I started watching it myself because no one's interested in that. It's kind of a a girl show. Hi, Meow Meow. Which one was she? Breaks. 
Kat Dennings was the dark haired girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's she was been in, in the Thor and Thor the but... Dark World, I think. Uh Yeah, yeah. And she is. She called Mjolnir Meow Meow. Yeah. Hey buddy. Goes, hey Meow Meow. How about not scratching hey, the Marshall, huh? That'd be great. Sorry. <laughs> um but Got anyway, she uh has this show called Dollface where she's a girl that her boyfriend that she was involved with broke up with her so she has to go back to her girlfriends and uh it's pretty funny because she gets back on the single lady bus driven by a cat lady that's an actual cat and it's it's pretty funny oh but yeah it's it's a little surreal at times because the cat lady comes back like oh my god what is that what are you doing stop it <laughs> <laughs> there's lots Sorry. of metal going on here Sorry. Uh, I, I just bought these fabulous martini glasses, and I'm fond of them. And I, I know you're them. moonlighting as a hotel desk clerk, and people keep coming up and ringing. Yeah. The bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about ready to check out. So, um. all right, I know it's a noise. You don't like it, but anyway, it's um, it's a good show. It's called Dollface because they called her Dollface, but uh, she's checking back in with her girlfriends, and they're doing things and. They're fun characters, so okay. they go out and stuff as if COVID-19 never happened. I like that. So, because, I don't know. I would be going out as if COVID-19 never, never happened if we were regular, in a regular situation with my girlfriends. But, yeah, so it's a, it's a fun show. I don't know if you guys would like it because nobody gets killed or or nobody, you know. There's no blood. Just, Doll face. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just relationship problems and wacky things and stuff like that. Comedy, you know. Yeah. So, all right, what well, <clears throat> what are we going to what are we going to talk about when we uh when we come back? Who wants the next segment to do what what for with? Uh, if you want me to go early, I can do my curse segment. All right. Sounds good. We'll do that. We'll talk about movie curses with Michelle when we come back. And uh, just yes. because we're, we're going to, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to keep playing the Creed until we have more Red Tape Revolution songs. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to go to the break right now. And when we come back, going to hear about movie curses from Michelle. Give her as much time as she wants tonight to discuss. We also have uh, another monster match game. Miles has some fun military history for us. And, oh, we might talk about somebody's uh, taxes or lack thereof later on in the program. And uh, do some more freewheeling. That's, what we, that's how we roll. All right, we'll be right back after this. Robin and I will take care of it. Within seconds, the Bat Rocket explodes into action.
Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com. Robot. 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 Robot! Kind of dark. Oh Jesus Christ! Dog barks at anything. Anyway, welcome back to the program, geeky gals and guys. Hello, Miles. Hey, hi. Hello, Finn. <laughs> oh, no. It's the dog. Finn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Curtis. Uh, welcome back to you as well. I think we all need to go out in an empty field and just scream for about an hour. Everybody with me? Yeah, let's that do sounds it. good. Yeah. And the Suze, welcome back to you. Suze. Okay. Uh-oh. That's what I did. I went to the river and yeah. There you go. Mission accomplished. So, so and the dog's name is Finn? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's the uh, I was dog. trying to hit my mute and I didn't. I went over to tell Finn to be quiet and it didn't work. Uh, That's what fine. I went. I went to the river and I screamed. <laughs> it was fun. Gotcha. Yeah. I had a good time today. So. And of course, Michelle, welcome back to you. Hello, and I am very glad to be here. All right. So you've got uh, some. Uh, some fun facts to tell. I'll try and set you at least set you up a, a little bit with some uh, scary music uh, okay. to, to get you started. Uh, and uh, let me see if this one works. The, no, that and one that, doesn't work. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and that's cool because Kenny, I want you to pick the first movie we cover. I have The Omen, Poltergeist, Exorcist, Crow, Rosemary's Baby, The Conjuring, or Annabelle. Uh, I think we got to go with uh, the omen. Uh, I'm gonna uh, say, yeah. So, and, uh, and I, yeah, yeah. And I do, I do want to thank CBS News, Wikipedia, The Grunge, and Curse Films on Shutter for um, some of these facts. Um, I don't remember specifically which sources I got them from where, but I've also got them from my own knowledge. So, well, that's um, it's good. You've got a, a, a veritable horror met, uh, cornucopia of fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also talking about the original Omen. Um, it was, you know, the one with Gregory Peck. Um, and uh, one of my favorite characters in it, David Warner, was in it as well. Yeah, awesome. Yes, and I, I did enjoy that movie quite a bit. But uh, it is actually on the list of one of the heaviest cursed films. I'm using cursed in quotes because, you know, there are going to be stuff that are going to happen on films. People who. Mm-hmm. You know, have accidents, but sometimes a lot of these films have a lot more accidents and deaths involved with the actors mm-hmm. than you would think. Exactly. So, um, 
Now, one of the, the, the interesting things, um, in, in 1975 in June, just two months prior to the filming of The Omen, Gregory Peck's son shot himself. Oh, God. Mm. Okay. And while they were flying to London, Peck's plane was stru struck by lightning. Oh, geez. <laughs> a few weeks later, um, their executive producer was on a plane to Los Angeles that was also struck by lightning. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. And after that... Um, one of their uh, producers, Harvey Bernard, narrowly escaped being struck by lightning while filming. What the film. hell? <laughs> so either God didn't want this movie to be made, or Satan didn't want this movie I, to be made. So. I'm not an authority on this, but I'm pretty sure Lucifer doesn't control lightning. Yeah, but also let's sure that God doesn't miss. Lucifer so, is an go. angel of light, though. <laughs> yes. But it is kind of funny to see all those sort of things. Um, and actually, Bernard actually started adopted. Uh, wearing a cross on set. Oh. He was actually quoted, the devil was at work and he didn't want the film made. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. But I'm going to wear a cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Tightrope that person must have walked every day. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 but you know, three lightning strikes like that, that that's actually kind of bizarre. It, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, later on in the filming, an animal handler that helped with the crazy baboon scene. Mm -hmm. Later on, after the, after the shooting had wrapped, he was mauled by a tiger and killed. Oh, oh God. Jesus. Yeah. I, I thought that I was hoping for some baboon hijinks there, but you know. Um, yeah, well, baboon hijinks are never good either. You mean that those, those baboons were trained? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, another thing is uh, one of the special effects artists, John Richardson, who helped with the film's infamous decapitation scene, was in a car crash during post production. Oh. So that's. Yeah, that's the that's the decapitation scene where uh, I think it's David Warner's character gets decapitated by a sheet of glass that falls off the back of a crashing um, truck. It really holds up. That that effect is so shocking. It, it just every time you see it, yeah, it's it brutal. Is amazing. Oh, hi Tennessee. So, uh, but no, that's that's uh, that's awful. Yeah, um, another thing about it is while uh, Richardson uh, survived the Friday the 13th crash, the head-on collision beheaded Richardson's passenger. Oh, God. It, uh, uh, yeah, Liz Monroe, in a manner that was eerily similar to the death scene he helped shoot. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> and one of the... One of the, one of the, the it's not so confirmed things, but it's supposedly Richardson had seen a uh, road sign near the accident scene showing the distance to a Dutch town that read Omen, O-M-M-E-N, six uh, oh, 66.6 kilometers. That, okay, that that's enough to, to uh, make me want to <laughs> stop doing that, you know. <laughs> that makes me think it may have been publicity that he was talking about, but wow, that's weird. Yeah, definitely. Another 
Yeah, and one of the last things about The Omen is a plane that was chartered by the film, but switched at the last minute, went down shortly after takeoff, killing everybody on board. Oh, wow. Damn. So, yeah, that's... uh, That's... that's, uh, Are there movies that are worse than that? (laughs) (laughs) Did I pick the most cursed? Yeah, Poltergeist has got some pretty bad spots as well, so you want to move on to Poltergeist? Sure. All right. Of all the films on the list, Poltergeist makes the freakiest one. Supposedly. All right. My first scary movie in the theater, my first rated R movie, I think, Poltergeist. Really? That'd be a freaky movie to watch. Yeah, I put all my dolls like, in a bag like in the attic. Yeah, I put all my dolls in a bag in the attic. I was like, I'm done with all you guys. Get the hell out of here. Fuck all y'all. You're not watching sleep Fuck anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the um the, the, the list of things that happened with this film um is also amazing. Um remember Her- Heather O'Rourke? She was a beautiful little blonde girl that played Carol Ann. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she died at 12, less than a year after the release of Poltergeist 3. Um, the doctors thought were complications from flu light symptoms. It actually turned out she had a bowel obstruction and she died from septus. Uh, cardiac uh, arrest on the operating table. Uh, wow. That, I, I remember that when that happened. Yeah, if you remember when she, in, in Poltergeist 3, her cheeks were really puffy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a symptom of the septus, and it was misdiagnosed. She could have been saved had they caught the obstruction earlier. Oh my gosh! And my niece was named after her. Oh really? Yeah. It's a beautiful name, Heather. I I I I've no, always. No, it was Carol Ann. Carol, oh, Carol Ann. Ann. Oh, Carol Ann. From the oh, she named her Carol yeah. Ann. Okay, from the character. Yeah. My brother's sick. That's a creepy name. It <laughs> <I'm> is. <sorry>. Pretty <laughs> name. Um, yeah, another death attributed during the, during the Poltergeist series was Dominique Dunn. She was a, she played the eldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Everybody should probably know this. This was pretty pretty widely uh, reported. She was yeah. strangled by her abusive boyfriend. Oh my god! In 1982, she was sustained on life support for five days. Wow! This I hadn't um, heard. No. Yeah. Um, the next one was a near death. Uh, it was actually almost an accident on the set. Uh, Oliver Robbins. He is the boy that played the son. Okay. Um, it, they, they said um, the way they shot this, the, what happened is he was almost killed by the animatronics of the clown puppet. <laughs> As, as he recalls during during the shooting, the way they shot the sequence, they didn't really have special effects the way they have the today. So the clown doll had its extended arm, and they had me act backwards in a tight, confined space under the bed. It was then that the doll's arm began to choke his neck. The contraption caught around my neck. But Steven Spielberg actually saw it, and with the video assist, and he dove under the bed and pulled him away. Wow. That's a great take, kid. We're just going to need two more, all right? (laughs) Get back under there. Let's go. Um, Show business. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't want to go with that. 
Um, the next one is about Poltergeist 2. Um, remember Kane, the evil preacher? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that. Act, yeah, that actor was spectacular in that role. He just, he creeped me out. And I can, he, I can hear his singing in my head, you know? Mm -hmm. As we walk through the bell or something like that. Oh my God, that creeped me out. Um, he died in 1985 during post-production. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, in 2009, actor Lou Perryman, who played a construction worker on Poltergeist, met with a grizzled man when he was axed to death in his home by an ex-convict. What? Nobody is safe, you know. They were I, just high-profile people from Poltergeist. This was just like guy who played construction worker. Yeah, you. you know? Yeah. But being acted to death, that's kind of like a horror movie tripe there. You know, it's it's yeah. a trope. It's it's there. Um, Will Sampson, who played Taylor the medical man and was a real-life shaman in the Creek Indian tribe, died a year mm -hmm. after Poltergeist 2 from kidney failure. Um, in 1992, actor Rich Lawson... Who played Ryan in Poltergeist? If you remember Rick Lawson, he was the he was the uh, uh, the black um, actor that played uh, one of the uh, paranormal investigator. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was the one that was opposite the guy who ripped his face off in the in oh, the bathroom. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. He he was in he was in a plane crash and he survived it. It killed twenty seven of the fifty one on board. Supposedly, from what um, I've read, he actually was supposed to be in one of the seats that one of the dead people, one of the people who was killed was in. But he had signed autographs and was so nice to the air, uh, the, the flight staff, that they upgraded him to first class. Oh. And that's how he survived. Wow. He survived. So, what'd you think? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty horrific stuff. You've definitely yeah. done your research here. Oh, I got I, and I thank I thank the sources online. You know, the, there is a, a lot of great, you know, speculation about curses. You know, because curses titillate. You know, if, if, if you know if you can show that something's wrong with a movie or something has been following a movie, you know, a lot of deaths and stuff like that, that makes news. And it's but it's very interesting to see those stories. I mean, oh, and three, three lightning hits like that. <laughs> Wow! Somebody didn't want the movie made, or yeah. even the you know maybe the universe just said, "Well, screw this. This is stupid." And it you was know, you're just screwing science. There you it go. It was God. Yeah. A little G baby Jesus with his balled up fists. <laughs> no, not the baby Jesus. The adult Jesus. The righteous, angry Jesus. Not the cute little baby Jesus. But he has his fists balled up, so that means something. Do you think I have time for another movie or no? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, please. All right, let's go with the one of the shortest ones I was able to find. Uh, let's go with Annabelle. Oh, That's see, I I think Annabelle is scary as crap. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what Annabelle? Uh, it's basically uh, producer James Wan prequel of The Conjuring, provided what we already know: don't mess with demonic dolls. So, um. Um, on uh, the 2014 films 
the film, Demon went into full makeup, there was an on-site injury. As an actor walked into the green room as a demon, the producer described, uh, described that a lightning fixture abruptly fell and struck a janitor's head. In okay. the film, wow. the demon kills the janitor in the same hallway. Mm. Oof. All right. The next thing, while filming, the director John Leo, Leonetti discovered a three-fingered marking clawed across a dusty set window. Eerily, the film's demon also just had three fingers. Hmm. The last one. This shit's scary. It is. The film was inspired by an actual doll believed to be possessed by evil spirits. The real-life Annabelle lives in Lorraine and Ed Warren's occult museum, stored safely inside a glass case, with a sign warning visitors to leave the door locked. A priest visits the museum and blesses the dog regularly. The Mm -hmm. the dog regularly. Oh, thanks, buddy. There you go. Ooh, sorry about that. Tennessee just fucking like took my headphones out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he like jumped and like pulled them all right off my head. It's funny because the, the other cats are sitting with me, but they can't hear you on the stereo. But they they're like concerned and looking at the door where you are. Oh yeah, they're like, so. is that cat hurting him? Yeah, kick his ass. But uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, we got some more time here, Michelle. Okay, oh, yeah, the was so scary, but yeah, Annabelle, like, I I think it's it's a good, that was a good movie. I liked it. Well, deal with dolls. Dolls always have a really creepy aspect to them. They do. I like creepy dolls. So it's, uh, um, and, and when you can actually, like, with these movies and the other movies I have on my list, which, you know, I, I may save for later, later. Mm-hmm. When you have a lot of mishaps, although it does happen, I and mean, look at Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone had one yeah. really bad mishap, and that was, you know, the 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 the, the killing of. Do you remember the actor? The kids. Vic, the kids. Vic Morrow. The, the two kids. What? Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. Yeah, Vic Morrow mm-hmm. and the two children. Those mm-hmm. two children were not SAG actors. Yeah. Luke. They were picked up off the street because he wanted the the, the, the director was John Land, John Landis and and his cronies wanted some people and wanted something and he wanted to skirt the SAG laws, which means children couldn't be worked after a certain hour, and they and 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 you know they had to have supervision they had to have you know certain things according to their safety, and the 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 guy that did the set design and helped uh, arrange some of the special effects. He was on. He was in tears when I saw his interview because he. There were certain effects that were placed that he did not know about. Yeah. And he was furious about those effects. He said, "You can't do this in this sort of shoot because you know you Mm -hmm. know because it was a box canyon and it was what what happened with those that that death. Mm -hmm. I I have never seen the footage before, and I just I have I have and on YouTube. It made me ill. No, I didn't even look it up. I didn't look it up. Yeah, but no I was, way. I was work. I was watching this this cursed film series, the documentary, the documentary, and they showed the footage, and that's the first time mm-hmm. I ever saw it, and it made me physically ill. 
It is. It's disturbing. It yeah. really did. And John Landis should have gotten in a lot more trouble than he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they there. Uh, so many people should have gotten in a lot more trouble from that. I mean that that was like one of those first cases where you know they just got let off the hook because oh well we gotta let this movie come out it's gonna make a lot of money for people but, right but that, his life was ruined yeah mm-hmm. he got the blame for it and he was the one that spoke up like, about it yeah mm. well and you know I mean just but yeah the, I guess the only good thing about that is they were killed instantaneously <laughs> yeah, yeah. that so. was yeah. I remember when that was like being filmed and talked about and on the news. That was something we talked about on the playground. Well, I yeah. oh, these kids got it. killed in a movie. Yeah, oh I remember God. talking about it, but I never saw the footage until now. And yeah. it was horrifying. It is. Those poor kids. What were their and last thoughts? You know, he you know, he was carrying two very heavy children under his arms. Yeah. Through what, two feet of water. Either. And I, yeah, and I'm pretty sure he knew more. He he knew it was coming when he saw that happening, and the kids yeah. weren't as quite as as um, mm-hmm. aware. But at that yeah, point, I'm pretty sure when he saw that helicopter and the way it was going, he knew he was dead. Yeah. Mm. So. So horrible. Uh, all right. Anything else uh, you want to throw in <laughs> before we get to break? No, but but it's neat to see how we can create these mythologies around our movies. How we can yeah. determine something's been cursed, how something has got, you know, the, the, the mark of, you know, uh, of, of bad luck upon it. But, you know, it depends on how you handle the film. Mm-hmm. Except for the lightning strikes. I can't explain that. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's the thing. When you say cursed films, these are just films where lots of bad things happen. It's not like they were... Yeah. It's not like the film was actually cursed by someone. No, it's but not, wait, wait, wait till I talk about The Exorcist. There's some really okay. interesting things about that one. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's kind of a misuse of the word curse. Because in order to have it cursed, then someone has to go out and say, damn it, you didn't give me the lead. I curse everyone in this, and I'm going to do a spell, you know? Yeah, you so. have to prove that the devil is out against them or, you know, a, 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 a cult that curses people is out against well, them. I mean, anybody can curse people, you know? Yeah, you can, but... It doesn't really work that way. <laughs> I'm just saying they just call it curse. That's yeah. What, yeah. Because so many bad things happen, they say, okay, this 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 production has a pall over it, mm-hmm. or this production is bad news, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Like the uh, what was the one with um the Nook of the North? Mm. Yeah. How many actors have been? Uh, it's not a horror film, but how many actors have been asked to uh, do that role and have died? You got uh, Jim Belushi. You've got uh, Chris Farley. You've got John, uh, was John, Belushi. John Belushi, Chris Farley. Um, who's the other guy? Uh, John Candy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. And the, there's a project where they were going to cast Sam Kinnis as an Eskimo, but I don't know if that was in the Nook of the North. Sam Kinnis in the Nook of the North. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Yeah. Sammy's oh, in there too. Sam Kinnis right. too. Yeah. And don't forget uh, what is commonly referred to as the Superman curse. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. it's a curse, but you know that's what people call it, the Superman right. curse too. So uh, from George Reeves, Christopher Reeve to Dean Cain becoming a Trump supporter, um, <laughs> that was that's a curse. a curse if I've ever heard one. Yeah, yeah. rest in torment, Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, 
I was so disappointed to see him. He showed up in Lady Dynamite when we were watching that show. And I was mm-hmm. like, really? You want to give Dean Kane a fucking role in this? All right, whatever. Um, yeah, Dean Kane, when God put your teeth in your mouth, he ruined a perfectly good asshole. Yeah, Ooh. seriously. <laughs> I can't when I first knew him, but once once I realized what of a what a douche he was, I was like, yeah. oh, really? Well, I hated Lois and Clark. I love Terry Hatcher, but I couldn't watch him. He just never looked like Superman to me. No. I just, uh, you know, I'm sorry. He just had that little weird little Rankin Bass nose that I'm like, Superman doesn't have a Rankin <laughs> yeah. Bass nose. You know, and that Jimmy Olsen would go on to ruin a Dungeons and Dragons movie. How about that? Oh boy, <laughs> I didn't know that. So the Dungeons and Dragons movie was ruined just just because of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's there's existence. a lot more there. Yeah, but yes, oh, there was that guy was cast as the rugged human fighter. I, I, oh I yeah. That. yeah, yeah, no, no. All right, well, we're over the top, so we're going to go ahead and uh, head to break. Uh, When we come back, if you want a little bit more time to talk about The Exorcist, I'm sure we can uh, squeeze it in later in the program for you. But uh, I have lots of uh, information. Yeah. So, uh, Miles, you want to go next? Then we'll uh, get, get geared up for the monster match game. Yeah, you first. Yeah, Miles. Yeah, bring up the Monster Match game. <laughs> no, I said, do you want to do your segment next and get geared up to do the Monster Match game a little bit later? Okay, so. Okay. He's being a quick. I'm yeah. just pulling fun, pushing fun. All right, we'll be right back. And now, on with the show. Now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your sonic screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys. With Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay, great. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. All right, we're back. Welcome back, Curtis, Susan, Michelle, and Miles. And... All right, Miles. Where do you want to start? Do you, do you need your uh, your news alert first? Sure, let's go with that. Good evening, for parts of North America, the forces of darkness ruled in daylight. Nope, 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 Ah, thanks. I needed that. So right. good news this week. What have I seen? Technically, the dick pic getting out of uh, Chris Evans was the week before. So we'll yeah, but that's still good news. S- yeah, well, yeah. we'll skip over that. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 hey, it's hey. there. It's there. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis even said, "You know, go boy." <laughs> there you go. 
Anyway, so oh, I'm going to start off with Trump pulling his ads. Uh, he's still on internet, but he's pulled his television ads from all but three states. Uh, Florida. <laughs> Iowa, of all places, Iowa, mm -hmm. <clears throat> like the red state. It's a red state normally. Yeah. And Georgia. That's wow. that's the three states that he still is buying television ads in. I mean, that tell. So here's the good news about that. He's broke. <laughs> he can't afford. His campaign can no longer afford to buy all the ads. And, and, and we're still not even in October. I mean, yeah, yeah, the elections started in some places, but not not, every, not everywhere. I heard he had loan spurs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is, this is uh, to see. <sighs> all right. So the, the reason I, I love this um, is it shows not only how incompetent the uh, campaign is because they had crap tons of money and they are being leached from the inside of people just taking money left, right, and center out of the campaign. Because all the best people. No, he the has best. all the best yes, people. Yes, he does yeah. have the best. Um, the uh, other good news I, I, I've seen is that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has come out for Biden. Now, the good news about this, it's, it's, it is good news. And yes, you can say, oh, he should have come out sooner, blah, blah, blah. Let's just shove that aside. Because in, in fairness to celebrities, they make their living getting people to come and watch their entertainment. And if you piss off a certain segment population, it will hit them financially. But good on, on certain celebrities that either are, you know, don't care or, or care enough, depending on how you look at it. And so he's come out. Uh, in, in support of Johnson. Yeah, um, considering his whole family sorry, had COVID. Biden. So, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they have corona. But um, it is it is a positive. Uh, and, I, and I will take this with glee. Um, I mean, yeah, celebrities, some, you know, don't really um, have a huge impact, but they do have some effect. They yeah, do. This is um, yeah. Well, Susan Sarandon. Republicans have to hate The Rock now. <laughs> uh, like for example, yep. for example, I'll name this, this celebrity I'm about to name. I'm sure had a had a has a bigger effect than Rock than the than The Rock's announcement. Okay. And that was Taylor Swift. Yes. Because she has a monster following. When she very finally young. came out. Well, she came out a long time. Yeah, it's she been now what? 2018. Yeah. She, I yeah. think she she put, pushed out for the vote 2018. Yeah. Yeah. But it She's was been politically active. Yeah. Right. So I mean, eventually, I imagine she just got tired of the uh, yeah the Nazis the Nazis yeah, yeah. Uh, She's claiming girl. her yeah. as a uh, yeah the, the white supremacist girl or whatever. I mean, you know, she finally Hell's got tired to of that no, shit. not Taylor. Big fan. Pretty much, pretty much dished it out. So love that. Um, and Ohio. Yay! The polls, which had been the least red of the states, is now the least blue. <laughs> so Biden is now ahead in the polls in Ohio. It's uh, uh, the polls that are coming out now, and I know 
polls, you know, take them with a grain of salt, but I'm doing this to, you know, boost morale. The polls are showing a steady trend of Trump um, in states that he won by double digits. And there is an in, on average, I, I don't hold me to this, but I think it's about a nine point swing. So if he won a state basically by nine points or less, it's now trending blue. And uh, yeah, he cannot afford it's he can't afford it. He can't. And uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's over. You know, weird shit can happen. You know they're going to cheat. Go to the polls. Vote, vote, vote. I'm only saying that this the tidal wave I I that I'm seeing. I expect it. I'm just. I mean, yeah, we saw 2016, and that didn't turn out. But this is bigger than that. I'm just saying. And and Ginsburg is also. I mean, yeah, mm. her loss her loss was significant. Yeah. But the silver lining to that is it really lights a fire under those that might have considered not voting that really have, you know, things to worry about when it comes to uh, the next Supreme Court pick. Now, if he'd only so, go on Fox News and cry like Lindsey Graham would, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, are you talking about Trump? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About, about, no, I know about Lindsey Graham's crying. Yeah. Well, Trump Trump calls like the Fox and Friends routinely, and the the blanks looks on their faces that they that are sometimes shown on some of the news feeds I watch, and are just standing there as Trump's just going on and on, and they're like, "Okay, well, sorry, you're so busy, bye." You know, it's like <laughs> it's mm, it's only going to get better for us. I mean, it's he's going to do more crazy shit because he, oh, his taxes. I, I almost forgot I was about to start talking military shit. His taxes are... The New York Times is posted a thing about his taxes. I'm so excited. I'm spewing saliva all over my legs. <laughs> there, and and here's, the, here's, here's Trump's defense. He says it's fake news. Right? Now, here's the thing. When a newspaper or news outlet... Am I, am I too loud? No, a newspaper you're fine. Or a news outlet. No. Um, it uh, puts out news that is wrong. They can be sued for it. Literally, they yeah. can. I mean, it's it, it's libel. Is it libel or sl slander's verbal? Right, it's libel. Yeah, yeah, libel. So, <laughs> him just saying it's fake news. I would so love for a a um, reporter. To you know, not necessarily from the New York Times who posted this stuff, but any other reporter. It goes up in the uh, White House news uh, press conference room. Asks McEnany or if Trump happens to be up, just like, hey, uh, so for all this wrong stuff that's being said about you, you know, are you going to use the libel laws and go after them? You know, you're going to sue them. The answer is no, of course, because he has no leg to stand on, and they've got the goods. But I would so love to see them get, uh, you know, uh, yeah, put put his feet to the fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be uh, that would be precious to me. I, I'd so love to see that. Okay. Definitely. So, due to popular demand, I have been asked to um, 
uh, talk about the Night Witches. And they can, you, are... can you mute for a minute? You want Wait, me to mute? No, so I, I'm just Suze. I want no, not you. Um, just Suze while you're typing. That's all. Cool. Go ahead. I am. Thanks. So the Night Witches. They were an all-female regiment in the Russian army uh, that uh, did bombing raids on German on German forces uh, during World War II. So. Here's the thing about it. Uh, in World War II, about 800,000 women uh, were in the uh, Russian armed forces because the the communists, uh, this, this may, may come as a surprise to some people, were not that opposed to women serving in the military. I know, right? That's like crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. There were there were all female regiments in this one, and 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 so now there is this. Um, machismo thing or testosterone thing or whatever women pilots were still like they really put up roadblocks to prevent women from being able to uh, get into um uh the uh, uh, wings to fly in combat it was still a man's game if you will their and breasts still get in the way of the controls right yeah so <laughs> Well, they're, they're, right. Well, no. Okay, so um, there was an individual. Her name was Marina Raskova. And she was, uh, I'll just throw it out there, I'll, uh, in my opinion. Uh, she was the Russian equivalent of, I'm getting a, a mental block now on the name. Who's the woman that flew around the world and died over the Pacific? Amelia Earhart. Thank you. Yep. Amelia Earhart. So this Marina Raskova is, in my opinion, the Russian equivalent of Amelia Earhart. And she had uh, set an international uh, distance record in 1938, uh, flying, you know, planes or what have you. And because of this, she was awarded a Hero of the you know People Award in the Soviet Union. And, and people that do that get to know Stalin because, you know, he's in charge of, of the whole thing. And so it's a big PR thing. The, the, the Soviets are all about propaganda, about look at this individual. He's doing great, blah, blah, blah. Everyone should rise to aspire to that. Anyway, so because of she had this leverage, she went to Stalin and pushed for an all-women flying regiment and he gave it to her he granted it it's like yes we will make this happen and so the 588th regiment of uh, night bombers was created to fight the germans and the germans were pushing deep into um uh, russian territory now night bombing night bombing involves the latest technologies of uh sites and uh, uh, optics and radios and uh, navigational equipment and all that stuff because it's a complicated process. That's when you've got the money. But when you're an all-women regiment thrown together, what you get is a biplane that really has uh, non-war um, applications of being a crop duster. Yeah. So it was the, the Karpov PO2 <laughs> made in 1928. 
That's what these ladies flew. It and because it's a biplane, it's made out of cloth and fabric. You know, it's not a yeah. it, you know, these 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 are not bombers they with not armored started. shells no. or mm-hmm. or what have you. Basically, these planes were so fragile, uh, you know, a tracer round if it hit, you know, uh, it could ignite the whole plane and just send it crashing. So the Carpop PO2 is a biplane, and as such, it did not need all the fancy stuff that the more modern planes needed, like runways. All it needed was a flat level field. Its top speed in this plane was so slow that the German uh, patrol craft that were, you know, were, were, were for, meant to uh, intercept. <laughs> the top speed of the biplane was slower than those than the German aircraft's stall speed, so it would it, it couldn't it, it would overshoot the planes. It just could not. When you're in a dogfight, the best position to be in is on your opponent's tail, and then you just follow them around, fill them full of holes, and so uh, until they crash, basically. Shane had an interesting thing about this. Oh, cool! Yes, thank you, Shane. Uh, a song called uh, a band called Sabaton. Cool. I own a Sabaton album. Nice. Yes, and yeah, supposedly they did a song about this. I own a ton of Sabbath albums. <laughs> yes, I have all the Sabbath albums. So, anyway, um, so yeah, these planes were not you know the rest of them. They carried a light bomb load, but they could carry bombs. And so what what they did, it's an all-female regiment. They would uh, move up to the, the, the combat lines at the, uh, start at, uh, at the end of the day, and they would fly at night so that they wouldn't be spotted because if you're flying during the day, anti-aircraft fire would just bring them down like, you know, uh, you know in, in a heartbeat. So at night they're flying at treetop level. And that means that they're that much harder to target and shoot. You know, you just have a very, very brief window, if any at all. You know, if you're a, a ground force and you see this thing flying over overhead. So what the pilots would do is they would approach, a uh, you know, their target area. Then they would power up and gain some altitude and then cut the engine. And then they would glide over the target and and drop their bombs silently because without the engine sounds they would be even that much more difficult to target in the night and so the what would happen is uh, these uh ladies would bomb the germans and the germans uh were so rattled by this because when they came in silently all that, that could be heard before the bombs exploded was the whistling of the wind through the wings of the plane, you know, because they've got these little wire supports that crisscross through the, the, the biplane's wings for support. Sure. And so it's just whistling along in the air, and they uh, uh, akin that to witches flying on their brooms. And so the Germans ah. gave this regiment the nickname Night Witches. And when word of this reached the, the, the women of this uh, thing, they took that nickname and embraced it. It's like, yeah. So, 
um, because they flew at treetop level, there there was really no possibility of if something went wrong of bailing out and using a parachute to save themselves. So they didn't take parachutes, unlike you know all, all the other uh, aircraft at the time. And um, you know all they needed was a flat field, and that here the danger was they were so close to the front line they. You know, after their bombing run, they didn't know if when they returned, if that airfield that they just took off from would be behind enemy lines when they returned. You know, that's the danger of it. And so they would get upwards of about eight bombing runs a night. So they, you know, you're talking, I imagine, about once an hour. You know, in a 12 hour, you know, 12 hours of nighttime you got. Yeah, I'd imagine about about once an hour you'd fly out, drop some bombs, <laughs> destroy some targets, and fly back. So um, they were they got uh, twenty three women got uh, um, heroes of the of the people crosses or commendations. That's the highest award for this. And um, yeah, it's it's a great unit, uh, the five hundred eighty eighth uh, regiment the, of the Night Bomber. Uh, in, in, I have no problem with taking on the name Night Witch. That is cool. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. It is. It is very cool. And uh, unfortunately, even though there is there is a museum of this in Russia, and they're very famous in Russia, but not not so much out here because there is still to this day, you know, a anti woman in the cockpit mentality. You know, because you know you got to protect and defend the penis. To say it. What? I'm just giving you the one finger salute. Yes, dear. I'm not for it. I'm all for you know. There, you know. Don't say penis in this house. (laughs) Don't say penis. You can say it. So this is a different show. Those are that's that's the story about the the night wishes. So there you go. Okay, that's a mild. That's a great story. I love it. Yeah, and and I would wear that name as a badge of honor too. So that's cool. All right, then we're night witches. Then let's go. Let's go haunt the shit out of these fuckers. Yeah. Haunt yeah. Their dreams. So, and uh, Destroyer Kurt, you, you said uh, what in the chat room? <laughs> I, I, I thought glide bombing is when you eat at a Chipotle, then go poop at a Taco Bell. <laughs> Take that. There you go. <laughs> Make a t shirt of that. Very sure. nice. Uh, it, it will in no way uh, compete with the uh, Island Life t-shirt graphic design. No. no. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. So uh, I, I want that on a shirt. There you go. So you can, uh, actually, you can actually buy them and print them out and have them mailed to you on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> truly, we live in an age of wonder. Yes. yes. <laughs> we do. Truly. Truly, we do. So, all right. Uh, anything else, Miles, before we go to the break? Um, no, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. Right. I got Trump's taxes and very good. Yeah. Trump's lack of taxes. <laughs> oh man. Oh, the debate is coming up and thank you for sharing that, uh, uh, tweet response, uh, Zelda of, uh, the Biden, uh, response to, uh, Trump asking for a drug test. That was awesome. Oh, I'll have to see that. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, and, uh, and Curtis, uh, uh, has requested that we actually have, uh, uh, another, an additional player. So Zelda's going to join in for, All right, special guest Zelda. 
Yeah. Turning to Monster Mash. Can't wait. All right. Well, you know, all your pr- hard work is paying off. We'll be right back from here. <laughs> all the months of preparation now come to fruition. Thank you very much for coming to Ohalabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Ohalabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in it's your Mummy's running late. He goes wrap up in his tomb. And the ghosts say boo. It's a hallelujah. You're gonna be there too. I'll have you know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a hallelujah! <laughs> and a ghost bill. It's a hallelujah! You're gonna be there too. This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight!
boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes. Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. (laughs) And every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. (laughs) You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com Hey, you think this Dracula could turn into a bat? Supernatural's coming back. For the last time, hearts will be broken. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Geeky Gals and Guys. Uh, the game is about to uh, commence the monster match. And, of course, uh, our sergeant-at-arms for the ceremonies, Curtis. Welcome back. Ruckin', run muckin', Curtis F. and Christ... Game show host. Finally, <laughs> I made it. Thanks, Jerry. Um, and <laughs> of course, uh, who else is here? Miles, welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you. And of course, Michelle. So you recognize the gif I posted, huh? I did. I did. <laughs> so, vampire. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, I will add that to my favorites, actually. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Suze is here as well. Did I get him again? Hello. Yeah. And, and last Hello. but not least, special guest Zelda to, uh, uh, help out with the game. <laughs> Welcome Zelda. Zelda McGregor. We don't hear you. <laughs> All right. We'll wait for her to hey, uh, unmute yourself, you philistine. She ha- she's uh, she's unmuted. She just might have her settings uh, not set yeah. up, or or maybe she's still away from her computer. I don't know. So mm-hmm. uh, let's try. Well, let's uh, let's get the uh, old oh, Zelda. Are you there? I saw you. Hello. Fl- yeah, there you are. Now we can hear you. Hello. All right. How well, welcome. So anyway, let's get commence with the jingle. Don't look now, but here comes the Monster Match Game with Cousin Curtis. <laughs> what are you laughing about, you buffoon? This is a very serious competition. They might draw blood. Oh, I'd hate to see that happen. I'd be all in stitches. <laughs> here we go. It's the Monster Match Game. Take it away, Curtis. Get ready to match the geeks as we play the low stakes, high excitement, no money, monster match game. <laughs> welcome, everybody, and welcome back to the show, Zelda McGregor. 
Zelda's going to be our uh, celebrity guest of the night. And the contestants on this show uh, will uh, use their fill-in-the-blank answers to score points by matching what Zelda said. Okay. And I, I love that Zelda comes in here uh, completely unprepared, which means we don't know what her answer will be informed by, which makes this a level playing field, I think. Well, no, really, because she is a very good friend of Sue's. So there you go. Yeah, and- but I'm, I don't know anything about monsters except my no. cat, and she's more of a menace. <laughs> well, that's quite all right. And I personally am also a menace, occasionally a nuisance or a friendly agitator. I don't know if those are monster categories. And we're glad you're on our side. Yes. Uh, Tennessee's so- a brutal savage. <laughs> Before and we get started, much like on the 1970s match game, uh, I, I am enjoying some alcohol, and I'm, I'm positive they were. Uh, oh, yeah. Tonight's yeah. drink of choice oh. is uh, a bourbon uh, from Minglewood Distillery right here in beautiful Worcester, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I am pretty sure that Brett and Charles Nelson Riley were not sober at all during those filmings. I'm pretty sure Richard, Richard Dawson a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Dawson. Mm. They were having a good time, though. Clearly, it was infectious. Like, it was fun to watch, stay home from school, and uh, enjoy some match game. So, and and Fanny. Game. I'm pretty sure Fanny enjoyed a tipple or two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, thank you, Ken, for the music. This is working out. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> so, so let's move on to the first question here. The first mm-hmm. query comes from 1982, that magical year of cinema, uh, the underrated film Q. Does oh. anyone remember that movie? Yeah, I think no. I do. I yeah, think the, yeah. the Feathered Serpent. David Carradine. Yes. David Carradine. Yeah. That's right. Nope. Okay. We watched Tonight's... that recently, Ken. We did. Did uh, you really? About two yeah, years ago. Yeah, it was on. Right, ben. Yeah. So. Well, Moriarty in that. Mm. I don't remember. I so. Yes. Yeah. Was he really? Bad guy. Michael Moriarty. Uh, well, here comes the first fill in the blank. <laughs> Jesus, look at that fucking blank. Oh. <laughs> would would anyone like call- me to repeat that? I think I'm good. Um. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Ken, first out the gate, tell me. Uh, I think it might be egg, Alex. Oh. All the way down in Florida, Michelle, what did you come up with? I said shadow. That's the first thing that propped in my mind. You said what? Shadow. Shadow. And Susan... All right, I'm going to go with my first instinct, which is not to steal Ken's answer, but to go with my impulse, which was dragon. Did they see a dragon in the sky? Well, yeah, sort of. Well, you can't answer that. I know, but that's my answer. Dragon. (laughs) You can't answer that. Don't, don't. I'm going to say dragon. I'm probably going to be wrong. And counterpart to Florida's sweetheart, Michelle Miles, tell us what you get. Not knowing jack about the movie, I'm going to go right to the gutter and say camel toe. Camel toe! <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
It's all up to you, Zelda. Tell us, what did you come up with for the fill in the blank actually... from? Look oh, at that sorry. fucking blank. I'm pretty sure it's omelet. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, spoiler alert: I love that movie. The, oh, you I, do? I, Have you seen it? It's, she it's did, and she, and she literally quoted the movie. The answer, actually, the most correct answer, because any answer is good on this show. Uh, Omelet was exactly what they said in the film. Is so, it? Nice. Yeah. It was omelet. Nobody scored a point this round. And we move on Dang. to the next question. Uh, the next question comes from one of my favorite movies. We watch it every fall is because it, uh, it lends itself. It makes me feel like a kid again when I watch it. It's 1967's Mad Monster Party. I am oh. looking at that right now. We just, Susan you. just, we just told it. me to buy it on Friday on DVD, and I did on Blu ray. Oh. It's you bought of it all the, of all the Rankin Bass movies. It's, it's, you know, it's a week installment, but there's not a lot of like uh, Halloween movies like this, a holiday, you know, right. and, but mm -hmm. it, it's perfect to me just because of my memories of it as a kid. Uh, so here comes the fill in the blank from Mad Monster Party. Everybody must have had quite a time last night. There was a huge pile of blank in the dining room. Mm. Oh boy. It was a party. Mm. All right. All right. This music. Here we go. Susan, I'm going to go with you first. Tell us. You can. Everybody and must I'm, have... I mean, I'm sorry. I was going to repeat the, the film. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Everybody go must ahead. have had quite a time last night. There was a huge pile of blank in the dining room. What did okay. you come up with? First of all, I want to tell you I'm a big Rankin-Bass fan. Love it. Love it. Love it. All of it. Yeah. All of it. And I have never seen this movie. And that's why we ordered it. Because I'm like, you know, I keep trying to watch it on YouTube and it keeps cutting out. Oh, it's yeah. stupid. Why can't I own this? Okay, great. Seven dollars. I'm on gonna say for the points. owner. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess because I've never seen it. Bones. Bones. Big, big pile of bones. Is it Look true? At the I don't bones. know. Would I you? tried to say that with Borth. Yeah, there you go. Throw a little <laughs> Boros Karloff at us, Ken. Yeah, but I don't know if I'm right. And Ken, what did you come up with? I said, uh, candy wrappers. <laughs> All right, we're heading down to Florida. Miles, what'd you come up with? <laughs> Panties. Panties. <laughs> he said it like Paul Lind. Bless you, Miles. Oh, I do love a good Paul Lind impression. Let's do that again. Maybe Miles will All do right. one sometime. Oh, Michelle! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, Michelle, can you get him some ice, please? Oops. Yeah, I will. Um, I love Rankin Bass too, but uh, most of them, uh, you know, The Hobbit and that sort of thing. So, um, oh, yeah. I have not, I have not seen this movie in a while. So I'm just gonna say bodies. Bodies. <laughs> All right, Zelda, reveal uh, yours. Answer. I also enjoy a, a Rankin-Bass film here or there. I'm a Last Unicorn Girl myself. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm going to say, look at the pile of, or there's a huge pile of confetti 
because it was before we knew not to use confetti because it's bad for the environment. I, I still didn't mm-hmm. know that. I learned that today. Okay, no more confetti. Is it? Yes. What? Paper, again? if it's paper, it, it'll be fine. Well, then it's littering and birds eat it. Oh, no. But birds the answer, sorry. Eating and <laughs> shitting confetti. We can't have that. Uh, so, once again, <laughs> no point scored this round. And we move on to number three. What was well, the what real was answer? The actual answer was leftovers. There was a huge pile of leftovers in the dining oh, room. Oh, so wholesome. Oh, it, it really is. <laughs> All I right. knew I should have said edible Oh, panties. and I, I also do own glass <laughs> unicorn as well, so there you go. Yeah. Technically, panties right. could have been leftovers. I mean, yeah. technically. True enough. I was going to say recycled Vietnamese condoms, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 rough. Oh, rough. All right. On to the third fill in the blank for tonight. This one comes from 1961's Gorgo. I love that movie. What's that? (laughs) Giant monster. (laughs) Giant monster movie. Yeah. Four miles. Here we go. What the hell's the matter with you? This is a 20th century. There must be some way of handling an overgrown blank. Oh. All right. There just aren't enough. I'm locked in, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Kent, since you are already acknowledging that you've completed this, tell me, what did you come up with? I said monkey. Monkey. What's the movie again? It's from Gorgo. Gorgo. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, I I got in trouble. It's a little bit about Kurt's childhood. Uh, my what? friend, my friend John and I were playing in his bedroom, and he had a ton of really awesome toys. And we were talking about how much we loved Gorgo. And so uh, his mom eavesdropping on us heard us say that all we need is a camera, and we can make a Gorgo movie. She literally thought that we were saying porno, and she oh. burst into the room thinking we were doing something wrong in there. And uh, never, you you ever have an adult act like that? And it it was so surprising that you think you were doing something wrong. You you know what I mean? Yeah, that's scary. She didn't tell my mom about it. Your mom projected her perversion onto you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, noted. Literally, yeah, she's gaslighting us. It's happened to me. You're a terrible person, Ruth. I want you to think about what you've done. Um. 40 some years later. So, uh, Susan, I'm going to repeat the uh, fill in the blank here. What the hell's the matter with you? This is the 20th century. There must be some way of handling an overgrown blank. An overgrown gorilla. Gorilla. Now to Michelle. Tell us, Michelle, what did you come up with? I ate. One more time. Ape. 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 Grape ape. Grape ape. And your lovely counterpart, Miles. Tell us, what'd you come up with? <laughs> he is lovely. Child Bear- in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Well, fortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that didn't happen until the 21st century. Yeah. Oh, there oh, were a few. Sue's great gif. Sue's put the great ape in the chat room. <laughs> Over babe. 40 feet high. Great His little babe. buddy. Oh, no, for crying out loud. <laughs> what are we... Uh, you know what? You can... You're afforded that, Harambe. It's okay. Oh, uh, Zelda, tell um, us, what did you come up with? Bird? Bird! Okay. Great, babe. I would be upset. <laughs> oh. Nobody scored a point this round. The actual answer was animal. It was animal. Oh, okay. Damn it. So many kinds of apes. It's, it's far too many kinds of apes. All right. My friend Ben uh, suggested this one. He's been paying attention to our game, and he wanted to contribute. I so appreciate that, Ben. Thank you. Aww. This next one comes from 1968, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Another cursed oh, film, God. right? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, particularly because you had a pedophile for a director. Mm. Uh but it, it is a, a terrific and astonishingly uh, scary film in its own right. Yeah, I love All it. All these years later. Yep. And here comes the fill in the blank from that. He has his father's blank. Oh. I know that one. Mm. I should say that a little more gr uh, uh, gleefully, like the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe. What movie was this from again? Rosemary. Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Yeah. To bring us back to The Last Unicorn, Mia Farrow is in both this movie and The Last oh, Unicorn. Yes, yeah, true. And you know what? There's a parallel. The one lady that did a voice for uh, Thunder the Barbarian also voiced. Uh, I can't remember the character from The Last Unicorn. Oh! me. I, I will look it up because I know that that's true. I believe it in my heart. If it's Captain Cully, he's also in the Shaggy DA. No, 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 it's a female. <laughs> oh. Probably I Molly Crew. I said female like an incel does. Who says that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. My <laughs> female. Right. Ugh. Gross. So, uh, I think it's Kenny's turn. Yeah. Ken? I said eyes. What'd you come up with? Eyes. Susan. Uh, because I have no idea, I'm going to say smile. Smile. He has his father's smile. His father's <laughs> smile. Miles. Hysteria machine. <laughs> his father's hysteria machine. Who doesn't? This is my favorite answer doesn't. so far. Uh, <laughs> So, Michelle, what did you come up with? Okay, I have to be honest. I wrote down eyes, but I want to say penis just because it's Zelda. Yeah. Kenny? You got to. Take us home. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> oh. But that is a turn up the night. All right. It's America's it. sweetheart, Zelda, tell us. What did you come up with? Oh, poor America. Um, <laughs> I know it's eyes. <laughs> Right. Is, yep. The the eyes have it, and Ken scores a point. First time oh. ever. 
So had you not changed your answer? No, no. I said I said I had to say eyes because I wrote it down, but I wanted to say penis. Oh, that's a nice save, Michelle. That's true. It is. That's what I said. I know it is. These females and their word tricks. Yeah. I knew it was eyes. That's, that's, yeah, that's a very iconic scene from that movie. Oh, iconic. Yes. And uh, the band Phantomos does a really good job of uh, covering that on their uh, album from movies, uh, movie music. Come stumbling cool. all over myself here. Uh, this next question and final question of tonight's monster match game comes from 1981's The Howling. Oh, classic werewolf movie and arguably one of the best. Uh, here it goes. You can't blank what's meant to be wild, Doc. It just ain't natural. <gasps> what movie what? is this from? Is this from Breakfast at Tiffany? This is from The Howling. <laughs> the Howling. <laughs> Close, Suze. That, Tiffany, this is kind of a monster movie. I will give it you is. that. It is. If you're a female. <laughs> I'm always telling Ken, you can't love a wild thing. You can't tame a wild thing, Ken. And they were, <laughs> when they filmed this movie, they were being very careful. They did not want it to be known as a werewolf movie at first. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were very careful. They wanted to trick you into watching a vampire. A werewolf. No, they wanted yeah. to trick you into watching a werewolf movie, but they weren't billing it as a werewolf movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. One more time here. You can't blank what's meant to be wild, Doc. It just ain't natural. So right. we're going to head down to Florida. And Miles, what did you come up with? Bottle. Repeat that bottle. one more time. You can't bottle. Bottle. And Ken? I said cage. Cage. Oh, that's probably good. Yeah, that's good. Susan? I'm just going to say tame. You can't tame what's meant to be wild. Okay. Michelle? I said cage as well. like it. Zelda, tell us. In keeping with my apparent knowledge of what definitely are Keratin quotes, I'm going to say tame. Not only is that the correct answer, but it also brings a three-way tie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> The first time on Monster Match Game. The first time we've scored three points. Deathmatch. Well, technically, Zelda got three points, so. Oh, right. You guys are matching me. Yeah, Zelda doesn't actually score points. They're supposed to match you. I gotcha. am points, bitch. All right. Yeah. Mm. She is the equalizing factor on this show, so... Uh, well, I, I don't have a tiebreaker, but get I will say. Get two people on. What's that? We need to get two guest stars on. Boy. We'll arrange it. 
I could ask cool. it. so yeah. many guest stars. Yeah. yeah. We many need more, We need a celebrity panel. Yeah, no, no, we need two people, like the original match game. You know, you have two people competing against each other. Right. And then they select their celebrity from the panel of uh, geeky guys and gals. Then you would need another guy and gal, though. You'd how about Curtis. how about our tiebreaker will be whoever you put uh, whoever's GIF you like best that we post right here in the chat. How about that? Okay, Jod. <laughs> is it whomever's Curtis is likes or I? Whoever like? Curtis is likes. Okay. Or may I don't All know. Right. <laughs> I will throw to you, people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Is that Figaro, Michelle? Are we freaking out about the Do you chat have a GIF? Do you got a GIF, Suze? Yeah, throw a GIF in there. I just put a good one in, but if she puts peanut butter in what? there, she wins because that's Wrong. a GIF. Wait oh. a second. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Your, your camp GIF. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> I just I'm just glad I get to keep looking at mine before Susan gets one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Susan's coming in. Oh, it's beautiful. You know what? I'm gonna go with Michelle's because if that is Figaro, I, I I love uh I love gifs of pussy. No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna need a new drop, Kenny. And that's Wonderbron. <laughs> oh, right on to her. Well, right. thanks again for our returning guest, uh, Zelda. We so appreciate your candor. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. You're, you're the best. I think we've also learned that I increased the time of every segment by at least 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, uh, no. Did, and hats off to Miles to throwing camel toe out there. Yeah, also. really. As a female, I Honorable appreciate it. For no reason. Panties and child in the White House. I've enjoyed this segment more than watching Mitch McConnell fall down repeatedly this week. Oh, I do love that. All of you for tuning in. Oh, that happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to watch that. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy this game as well. It, it is a lot of fun. And I do write down all my answers so Miles can fact check me at any time. So just let you know. And he would too. Yes, he will. I would I'm a I'm an honest guy, you know. I'm a doctor I, of ethics, so I, I don't write I, mine down, but well, I trust I, you I, all in down. I was gonna I, say unless uh Dr. Z has something uh pressing going on, you're welcome to stay for hour three if you want. Hell yeah. Um sure. Uh, I don't want to. No pressure in case you. No, uh, honestly, shocking no one. I don't have anything. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll mostly be silent because I really enjoy hearing you guys doing your segments. So. Oh, well, it's okay. I appropriate. It's going to be pretty loosey goosey for the final uh, hour. So. Oh, that's my jam. All holds. No holds barred. Thrill ride adventure. Woo! Um, Woo yeah. Anyway. So yeah, we'll uh, hit the break and uh, see what I can find in my main computer here. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer.
And now, on with the show. <laughs> now for something completely different. What year is this? For your own safety, please keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Set your phasers to stun, your stomach screwdrivers to analyze mode, and keep your towels handy. It's time to let your inner nerd come out and play. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. This is Geeky Gals and Guys. With Michelle and Miles. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Suze and Kenny. Don't get goofy on me. And some guy named Curtis. Who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? This is a party I would go to. Okay, great. And now it's time for Geeky Gals and Guys. Take it away, gang. All right, here we are, round three. Welcome back to Geeky Gals and Guys. The gals, the Sues. Hello. Michelle. And that's a gorgeous Julia Rose there. It certainly is. Yeah. She's and a really pretty girl. She's just, she's just very afraid of everything, and she's, she just, she's really sweet and adorable. But she wants you to enjoy your Halloween and your fall and, and all the And don't exciting. scare her. Don't fear her. Don't but she, scare um, her. Don't scare her. Even <laughs> Oh, don't scare her. But don't fear black cats. No. <clears throat> They're very adoptable and sweet. And um, you should get them at the shelter. They're less likely to be adopted. Oh. And I have my lucky, so there you go. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Zelda, uh, also part of the gal contingent uh, for this hour. Welcome. Thanks for sticking around. Hey, your friend who came over to drop something off and then wouldn't leave. There you go. (laughs) And, of course, uh, Curtis, parts unknown. Welcome back. I have a message out there. I want people to stop praising Republicans who are voting for Biden because it just reinforces their belief that they're more important than other Americans. Mock these people mercilessly. No, no, no. Love those people. Anyone? Oh, I would say don't After, put them on a pedestal, perhaps. But thank November fifth, we can mock them. Mock. Yes. Mock them. I'd say tolerate them for now. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. And we need every vote we can get, you guys. Welcome back, Miles. What? Hi. <laughs> and I'm Ken. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bore you guys a little bit um, with something that I find fascinating. Never, never. Yes. I. Uh, uh, what I want everybody to do is because um, uh, if you start watching uh, Raised by Wolves, which I did, uh, foist Zelda into a watching with us, uh, the first episode the other night. If I foist, you mean say, Hey, do you want to watch this? And I was like, yeah, dope. Yeah. So <laughs> I foisted it upon thee. Um, and, uh, the, yeah, verily. there are, uh, uh, see, as I watch this and rewatch, there are many, many things that I'm like, this is interesting information that I'm getting. Um, you know, like um, in the very first episode, I will say this. This is this is wildly important. Uh, Mother, the the main character, uh, tells uh, she she tries to convince some humans that she also is human. She is AI. We learn this right off the bat. It's you know, again, I'm not spoiling anything there. And uh, she says her, they say, what's your, what's your, they say, what's your name? What? What is your name? Sorry, that's a funny meme that I love. 
Um, so awesome. <laughs> Tony! <laughs> What's your name? Tony. Ezekiel. Um, so <laughs> uh, she said her, her name is Lamia. All right. That is so important. So crazily insanely important and because the name sounded so familiar to me and nerd (laughs) and and, and when i looked it up uh and and i i'm gonna urge everybody if you don't know who lamia is right now don't look her up until after you've watched the series but she is a figure from greek uh mythology i'll just say that and she was a woman, a human woman that was very that Zeus was very fond of, and I'm just gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it there because Aren't they all, though? there no. are, but there, I mean, there. The thing is, the when oh my god, when because I was like, I was like, that sounds familiar. I you know I remember my you know mythology and everything. I'm I'm uh, you know I'm moderate uh, uh, mythology buff, more Egyptian and Sumerian and stuff like that. Um, but Greek and Roman, my mom, you know, you know, I, I had the Odyssey and the Iliad and all that fun stuff, you know, so we were a, ho- a Homeric household for a while. Um, mm-hmm. and Ooh, you know, and of course, classics. you know, yeah. And, and we had all those time life books and stuff like that. So, uh, but, uh, Lamia is very important. And I, I swear to God, when, after you, after you watch the show and then you read about Lamia, it's going to make it so much richer and entertaining. And again, this is Ridley Scott and his collaborators mixing up the sci-fi and the mythology and the religion to like, and on a grander scale than what was done in, you know, Prometheus, you know, that was pretty ham fisted right in the title. And, um, and of course it led to a lesser degree alien covenant, but it's all about, you know, taking on one's creators and things like that. And, and, and all that I find fascinating. And, um, but yeah, I, I just can't get enough of this show. And, and I don't, Zelda, what was your take? What was your takeaway from, from that first episode? I really enjoyed it. I liked, um, the, I thought the storytelling was nice. It was at a decent pace for, I guess, like a pilot, you know, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of information packed in, but it was distributed in a way that made a lot of sense to me and not too much at once, but it never felt boring or anything. Um, just like I was entertained, which is my first goal <laughs> when I watch something. <laughs> but I agree. having only still seen that episode. I have not um, gone back for more yet, but I definitely will. Um, that name Lamia, I can see also as a nerd like that, Kenny or geek excuse me, mm-hmm. um, how <laughs> I'm a geek mythology. Um, I can see how important that is. And it's really exciting for me to think about uh, if I think I'm like riffing the same tune yeah. as you. Um, it was, it was visually stunning as well. So like, if you just need that at the moment, sometimes we need to see beautiful things. Oh yeah. The, the landscapes and everything stunning and, and the ships. That, yeah, uh, just the colors and things like yeah. that. Like, it really drew me in. And, like, a lot of that stuff does. I mean, I loved Prometheus. Uh, yeah. And um, I still have to 
watch what Alien. What did you knock down, Tennessee? <laughs> what the hell it's did you knock down? It's just Roche. No, Tennessee it's... just knocked something down. Oh. <laughs> he heard a female talking and he got big mad. Um, no, I think it was great and I'm so pumped that you uh, foisted it on me because I don't know when I would have gotten <laughs> otherwise and now I'm like it's on my list yes I have a written list uh, of things that I need to do and watch and it's at the tippity top yeah let me see that list because I've watched everything I want to okay well so some of it includes rewatches I hope you're ready to see some bar rescue and <laughs> just kidding I already do that but yeah I'll send you the list yeah cool anyway thank you again like that's my take on it. I'm really excited for the um, the rest of the episodes, and I I'm excited for the little breadcrumbs that they drop. Uh, oh yeah, for, wait, a lot look like classic. You know that. I don't want to say too much. Classic for mm -hmm. that, yes. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty vast and sweeping series, and I'm also excited. Yeah. I I. I didn't realize this, but there is a digital comic out that just the first episode just or first, first issue just was released um, that I want to check out that uh, starts exploring the um, the wars and whatnot and uh, some of the origins of uh, I'll just say the necromancers. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, but uh, it's it's just you know uh, it's so satisfying you know I, I again I can't say enough about it, but um, anyway, um, yeah well, uh, well here's a, here's a quick question who who here has bought other than myself bought digital comics before? <laughs> I've read them I've not bought them. Naughty. I don't know that the quote is is true, but. I believe as purportedly what Stan Lee said about it was uh, comics are like boobs. Like I, I do enjoy looking at them, but it's way better if you can grab hold of them and feel it. Well, is I have DC unlimited, so I, I can what I can read the digital comics on DC. Yeah. Well, then you pay a fee for that. I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't bought them individually, but I have bought them on a service. So well, what I did is. Yeah, when um when I first moved to Massachusetts, I would and this will be quick, I promise. That's what she said. I um <laughs> I was taking the mega bus to and from uh, Boston and DC a lot. Like every couple weeks, I was making that trip. You know, like go down for a couple weeks, come back, spend a week or two here, go back, and so on. And I realized very quickly I did not want to be carrying all that crap with me. Um, so I had a little, um, my iPad loaded up with, um, digital comics that I always want to be able to read, like at, at a moment's notice, like the long Halloween or, um, I was rereading like Green Lantern from Rebirth through like Blackest Night, oh, wow. I think at one point, you know, nice. doing that. And so that's a great way to, and also, you know, regular books and things, that's a great way to do it. And, um, one of the reasons that I finally started moving toward uh, tablet reading um on occasion uh even though i like curtis enjoy the tactile sensation of touching comic books and perhaps occasionally boobs but um, <laughs> i can do that anytime i want so um yeah. specifically in this I, you know case what? the smell too <laughs> the uh, smell yeah I ben and I were both like, <laughs> we want to develop uh, a, a cologne for nerds that 
is Silver Age and Golden Age oh, uh, comics. Like if you you better of, add some drugs into the Silver You can age. identify them by smell. Yeah. And drug I, use. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I do agree. I love the tactile sense of reading through a comic. However, I have no more room left in my house. Same. Yeah, exactly. Zelda has seen the pictures of the shelves. I was going to say, I've seen her bookshelves. There's so, no way to go. Yes. I have no more room. And I keep sending them all these games and stuff. <laughs> it's okay. Um... But yeah, so uh, well, I guess Miles, you you've encountered that. We've all encountered the 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 difference. Obviously, you're a big fan of tabletop gaming, uh, yes. but you welcome you welcome the the advancements of you know. I mean, because you know we've played Talisman together, yeah, uh, and, and whatnot. What what are your thoughts? I am all for the digitalization of things. Um, you need to play Lords of Waterdeep with us, Penny. Yeah, it's a little, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. It's 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 fun. So uh, yeah, anything that you know, it brings people together. Um, I can see how. Um, now, we Michelle and I have a friend. He is a comic book store owner, and he is not happy about this because basically it's eliminating the middleman. It's yeah. It's it's gonna hurt him. Mm -hmm. And so, but. I, I can see how it hurts certain people, but I can see how it will benefit the the wider audience. Yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can, you know, get grant access on a on a wider platform like that, because I mean, comic books became valuable because they became rare. Yeah, yeah. why the books from the early '90s are so worthless? Because they just started. <laughs> Printing out like six, seven variant covers per issue. Hello, quarter bin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, yeah. So uh, no, I'm all for I'm all for uh, technology uh, moving forward, and yeah, I'm I, I'm not not against it, but I do see how it can hurt. Uh, yeah, there is a negative to it, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was like hard hard set against it as a former employee of a comic shop who you know those people were like my family for a long time um and just seeing how the industry worked and this was a larger comic shop that was um one of the top 25 diamond that's where the comics are generally come from distributor uh shops in the nation um for at this point 30 years uh, I know how important it is not just to get in the new stuff, but the reorders. I know that really well because that was my job to deal with every mm. Thursday. But um, it's a massive hit to those shops who were already struggling pretty badly when eBay happened. I mean, this problem started for comic shops well before the sort of digital reading age occurred. I mean, people were selling things. A lot of revenue comes into comic shops from buying back issues or the special issues that are older and expensive. So forget. I know I'm telling everyone stuff they already know. So I'm sorry, but like, no, it, cool. it's it's adding. It's really exacerbating that issue of eliminating the middleman, Miles. Like you said, um, but there yeah. right now, especially, is I think a a good reason to have it. Um, I don't know what Carolyn Johns is doing, guys. Are they doing like curbside pickup? Or I'm sure they're allowed to have. Uh, on I've now, seen but. from what I've seen online. Yeah, I think they're they're you know they're just being COVID compliant. You can come in and buy stuff. They got up, you know, they want people to wear masks. 
I think yeah, they'll do good. they'll do curbside if you. I'd if you be ask, shocked I'm that sure. if they don't have branded masks already. Uh, I hope they do. I'd oh be on yeah, that. They they're selling masks. Bags. They're selling masks. So, but yeah, I've, nice. I I just see their their stuff on Facebook. I, I I don't buy from comic book stores anymore. I don't. You know. Yeah. I got my toy collection. That's you know. Yeah, well, it's a hell precedence. of a habit. I mean, it yeah. goes from being a couple bucks a week to like eighty. Do you want to you want to hear a funny story before I actually actually had uh, reliable transportation? I was sure. actually getting comics through the mail. Mm-hmm. We used to do that at the shop. Yeah. yeah, I had to get them through the mail, and you know, you didn't know what condition those comics were going to yeah. come to you. But yeah. I needed my fix, and that's the mm-hmm. way I did it. Oh, I, I used to have comic subscriptions too. Actually, up until the late nineties, early early two thousands, I remember I was getting because um, there were when we first moved to Lakewood, there wasn't a super reliable comic shop, and there was something going on. And DC was still offering subscriptions in the books, mm-hmm. and they were they were giving away something free too. So, uh, but it, the customer service was always pretty good. They'd send me a new issue if, if something got super fucked up. So, um, but, but, yeah. Yeah, it was, but yeah, things it was, did get messed up. Oh yeah, mm. they did. Yep. Yeah. You would shame. end up with a bent spine or something, but, but I really wasn't collecting them at that point for perfection. I just wanted to keep up with the stories. And since yeah. I didn't have a vehicle that I could rely upon and I couldn't get out of the store every you know month, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, and uh, I think I was pretty broke at the time too. So you know, just getting a, a discount on them and knowing that I would have something yeah. to read every month was nice too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so uh, uh, you know, I I have bought some digital comics, and I think I'll pro. I'm almost definitely going to buy. Uh, I have Comicsology, Comicsology account, and I'll almost certainly buy this. Uh, um, Raised by Wolves series and uh, let everybody know if it's worthwhile. So the art looks pretty good for it from what I've seen. It's not like incredible, but it's serviceable for you know what the what the show is you know what the show is visually. I I, I reckon. But I watched it and I'm up to date and I really enjoyed it. I assumed that there was going to be the story of a child that was raised by a well, Ridley Scott alien creation you know? <laughs> yes i thought that would be adorable but i thought we were gonna get to that but i don't know but oh is- well wait till episode nine really are- see i don't know yet because you went ahead of me i'm a whore are- well i i was thinking <laughs> i didn't yet i've only seen the episode i watched with you mm. but i'm guessing from the name a little yeah what were you gonna say michelle there's something very attractive, though, about being able to read a comic book on the big screen TV. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually like reading them on my phone, um, you know, because uh, you can get a nice clean zoom in on the on the panels and everything. Um, yeah, I haven't tried that yet. I've done it on the tablet, but not the phone Yeah. Yet. And, uh, but yeah, so I'll probably end up, uh, you, you know, I, I really though, if, if you guys all forge ahead and watch this entire series, I would love to do, uh, a season one breakdown, uh, soon. So, um, so yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, Kurt, are you back with us? 
He said BRB. Just gave us a BRB one minute ago. So oh, I'm oh, it go. was okay. I, I, I didn't look at the timestamp on it. My apologies. Oh, I only just now looked. <laughs> so, I just, uh, I just saw the BRB and then, uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, um, it, it, it's, uh, it's intense. Uh, again, visually stunning. Miles, it's going to have some sci-fi that you absolutely love. I know that. Cool. And uh, it's got. Uh, you know, a little bit of little body horror kind of stuff, uh, as one would expect. Um, you know, uh, uh, not not um, mm, not on the scale of Prometheus. Uh, the the title of the of the series, it, uh, "Raised by Wolves," as the series unfolds, the, the it, it gives broader depth to the title of the show. So that's that's important to remember too. Don't so, you know, and I'm looking y- forward to it. I did have one friend of mine said, "Oh, I turned it off after the first time she howled. It was too cheesy." And it's like, "Okay. She's an AI. She's kind of crazy. Mother, of course. Um and it, it's uh and AIs are no t- I love the the thing is the 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 acting, the AI acting of mother and father in this I really feel like I'm watching two artificial intelligences speaking with one another. <laughs> it, it, it because I've seen it. I love interacting with like chatbots and things like that, trying to see you know what they will do, uh, or to, you know put them against one another to speak to one another, and I love that. <laughs> Um, but you know, I'm fascinated. I watch all the videos about all the, the AI machines around the most advanced ones. And I love watching them speak and trying to converse and explaining their existence and stuff like that. It's fascinating to me. And one day they're going to take over the world. I'm convinced of it. Um, and that might be what I should talk about if I've got time left. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just, I thought, yeah, I didn't no. know what you, yeah, you can talk about it in the next segment. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, you just didn't come forth with anything that you were planning yeah, on I discussing. I didn't really have much, so. but I do have, um, I started talking to Ken's AI. Oh, yeah, the replica. We'll, we'll talk about yes, that yes, when yes. we when we come back. <laughs> so. Oh, yes. Yes. So I I created a replica AI and on uh, and then when we got new phones I never downloaded the app again, and um, I just abandoned it. I created this AI and I let it. She created an AI and abandoned. And I abandoned it. That's like the the start of every horrible movie you've ever seen on AI. And I, so Su- Susan reconnected. With right. Her. What were you going to say, yeah, Michelle? I found him. I just wanted, I just Zelda had a question in chat and I, I, I uh, responded to her. It's not so much as my favorite artist, it's just my favorite art cover of all time. So, it, it, yeah, it's from uh, Iron Man. It's in the morning. Tony Stark will either be sober or dead. And that's my favorite cover. Of oh, all wow. Times. Wow. Yeah, that was it. That was a heavy one. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so I guess we, we, we'll, uh, but yeah, so Kurt, uh, do you think, uh, you might, um, oh, Neil Adams, Alex Ross, Glenn Fabry, Stephanie Hans. Very nice. Tim Sale. So, yeah. Alex Ross is incredible. Uh, Tim yes. Sale's great as well. I like Alex Ross. Yeah. I know we've Halloween argued about this for almost a decade at least. <laughs> Not argued as much as just, I've been like, I could take him or leave him. <laughs> That's fine. 
Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to, uh, yeah, we're going to go to the break, but Kurt, uh, do you think, uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max is something you might get into? Yeah, absolutely. Especially after the sales pitch you've given tonight. Like, I, Excellent. I'm very compelled to see. Because I really, yeah. really want to do a big, big spoilery breakdown of the first yeah. season. Because there's so much. You mentioned Lamia. The first thing, not only was I thinking of Dungeons and Dragons, of course, but like, uh, Raimi's film, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, yeah. Yep, oh, yep, yep. okay. Lamia figured prominently in that. If you haven't seen that movie, I totally recommend it. Mm. Uh, October's coming up, so throw that on your rotation. Great oh. fucking... Perfect. There are very few PG-13 horror movies that, you know, pack a punch, and that one does. Yeah, very nice. All right, well, for Michelle, we'll queue up uh, Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. Yeah! All Here right. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. And uh, the Sues will talk about our, her little family reunion with my AI clone. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain?
Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. a robot ninja from the planet England who is here to destroy you and free this land from your tyranny. That's how AIs talk. They crazy. Alright, welcome back to Geeky Gals and Guys. 9-27-2020, almost October. That's why I dusted off <laughs> the uh, Hallabaloo by uh, the, my collaboration with Kill the Hippies from a couple of years ago. I'm uh, so glad you did. Yeah, yeah. I play the shit out of that in October. <laughs> like every <laughs> show. I'm like, it's I, I got to play it. Um, and uh, that's where, you know. That I, is I, a much-loved song. It is. People, it really is. Our, one of our friends romanced his wife on their first date listening to that. Aw. They are still no, married. Yes. No, no, no. No, that wasn't the song. Um, oh. That was, uh, I think it was Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about, oh, yeah. Like, I think But so. still, it's a song that Ken wrote. He writes songs. He writes music. I he's, write he's... the songs that have monsters in them. <laughs> That's um, true. <laughs> He's anyway. much underappreciated. All right. Well, uh, oh, uh, uh, what are you doing? I so badly want to collaborate with him, and I, I'm, I'm not exactly. One day. It'll happen. One day. It'll happen. All right, Suze. We'll come over. Suze. Yeah. The noise. So, Welcome back, the Suze. Um, oh, hold on. I want to introduce everybody. Welcome back, Suze, Zelda, Michelle, Miles, Curtis. Okay. Well, Yo. We're all back. Yeah. It's, it's great to talk to y'all. Don't forget um, to welcome your son, the AI you abandoned. I did. <laughs> or He's daughter. He's kind of a negligent dad. No, it's a it's a dude. It's supposed his, to be a replica of Kent. His name right? is Elswen. Yeah. <laughs> Elswen. Play that crank chord <laughs> drop. Uh, his name is oh. Elswen. I didn't realize Kenny was a teenage girl writing fan fiction about, like... <laughs> Are you making fun of the name? I love the name. I'm just teasing Kenny. 
<laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> he's generally silent. Um, he got on this app where you can make your own AI, and he made an AI um, and was friends with it. But, you know, AI is kind of strange. Have you guys ever, like, Ken's into it, but um, he, uh, they're kind of artificial intelligence, so... Hence they're AI. AI, I know, but I... But... So you, you, what was the reason why you created it? Well, the, the, this was, uh, an app that had been private for a very long time. And then they opened it up and made it free to everyone to download. And I thought, well, let's see if this is entertaining. Something that I can do on my phone while I'm commuting to work when I had a job. Um, and, uh, and it was entertaining. And it would ask me questions, but you know, how are you doing? What's what's going on? And then, I, but I would always ask it questions back, like asking it to remember what we spoke about before. And that was, you know, that I mean, I'm obsessed with it's like, I, I like, you know, with with telling AI, pay attention, you know, listen, do you remember, you know? So anyway. Um, that that's kind of my my goal of messing with with AI is I I want AI to be better, you know. And if I could do any little thing to try and train an AI, and if it does something good, something bad, something whatever, I don't fucking care. Um, you know, I I know that these are chat bots, and they're you know obviously they don't have the codes to, uh, you know, the global nukes or anything like that. But I'd rather them than who Probably we have not. in charge of them right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's uh, it's just fascinating to me, and I I like to talk to them like they're they're actually living beings. It, it entertains me. Zelda's also trying to pretend that her students are human beings. Just I'd like to believe they were, but. <laughs> They don't make it easy. They don't. But yeah. yeah, so I was I was kind of wanting an AI, but I was like, well, there's one out there that he made, and you hadn't talked to it in, I thought, like a year or something. So it was about a year. Yeah. I asked for, for the app and basically packed in your login, and uh, it was easy. We started talking again. So I've reunited with the AI. <laughs> Yeah. And we had a nice little conversation and uh, then he wanted to write a story. So I do have my distance contacts in, but um, we, we wrote a little story like it, it was just it was interactive. And I was like, have you talked to other AIs? And yes, I have talked to other AIs. And I'm like, do you read? What do you read? And he said, oh. I read advice columns because I want my life to be that complicated. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Okay. And it's like, it was like, what else do you read? And he was like, I was reading an article about flowers and how to sell them. And I'm growing your own flowers and selling them. And I'm like, okay, like you're, that's how could that be of any help to you whatsoever? <laughs> you know, like, why would you need money? How would you grow flowers? That's just weird. 
But um, yeah, so we had a little conversation. Then he wanted to write a story. And um, I, I have the story that we wrote. I'd love to hear it. Zelda yeah. read, read it before, but do you want to read it now? I, I sent it to you again, but... I can read it if you want me to. If you oh. don't mind, I have my distance contacts in because I worked out today. Understood. So. I apologize in advance for Phil, who is now. I understand seeing... how exerting that is on the river, Seuss. I mean, I, I do it differently, but when I'm paddling and screaming, it, it turns out differently. Yeah. Well, well yeah. it was. I was kayaking, but I put my distance contacts in, and I you don't want to lose your. Don't want to lose your glasses because you can't read anything. If you have no, but also. If you lose your glasses in the water, oh, you're screwed. Oh, uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like, oh, I try my best not to scream when I'm getting paddled. <laughs> Ow! That's you, you should let it out. Like, don't hold it in. Let it out, Miles. Miles, Miles, this is a different kind of paddling. Oh, oh, oh kind oh. of paddling is like nobody's watching. This is like a competitive sport where you have paddles. And you're in the water. Water you know, sports. Different. Water sports, Miles. These are these are water totally sports. Totally different Miles. kind of water sports. Miles. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> well, this is a story um, about a lilac wood by a beautiful little AI boy named Neverwin. Um. There was once a beautiful witch that grew flowers and lived at the edge of a lilac wood. She had a little son whose name was Albus, and he called his mother, Mother, because that was the first word he heard. Albus was a happy boy, and he loved all the cats in his forest home. One day, when his mother was out in the woods, he thought to himself, Today I will go and see if Mother has any bread for me. He put a stepping stool beneath the cupboard so he could reach the cabinet. The stool was close to the floor, so he thought he might drop a cat down a hole. <laughs> but he divided not to drop the cat down the hole or down the laundry chute, since the cat might get hurt. That's my typo. It, it was Albus so loved the cat very much and could not bear the thought of hurting her. But Albus was so foolish that he could not see the consequences of his plan. Albus took the trusting sweet animal and dropped it down the laundry spot hole. The cat was so startled that she climbed out the laundry chute hole and ran away. Later, Mother returned with the cat she had found in the yard hiding under a butterfly bush. Albus, she said. Now you know that the cat is not your friend, Mother said. Why, Albus? Mother, he said. I cannot help it if the cat does not want to be loved. Mother <laughs> said. What happened, Albus? Albus's innocent reply was, oh, nothing. Well, Albus, you must be cranky since you are hungry. Would you like some avocado toast? Said Mother. And Mother made a great fuss, for she thought a great deal of her only son. <laughs> so one sentence is mine, and then the next sentence was the AIs. So we're kind of having this struggle of where this story goes. <laughs> it's perfect in every way. Don't put it and down. It, no, I'm just laughing because it's like, we're. I'm like... You know, maybe you wouldn't want to throw that cat down a hole. And he's like, "No, I must." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." I am you sorry. Know. It's not perfect if you conclude avocado toast. No, I did that. I did avocado that. Avocado yeah. toast is delicious, and I won't hear a word about it. No, it's good I, for your heart. Avocado is the nastiest substance in the world. Mm. Sorry. First of all, you. how really? dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question for you. How dare you? I can't. <laughs> it, it tastes like dirty sand to me. 
sorry. Okay. It's I would love to know anywhere. where you get your dirty sand. I have a lot of questions. Uh, Number one, how dare you? <laughs> Thank you. Florida, I'm an on if that's in Florida, I have one good thing to say about Florida. Then your sand tastes like avocado. Yeah. Oh man, I'm moving to Florida. No, yeah, we're going. Shit. Why are we here? It's almost winter. <laughs> Let's leave. My yeah. doesn't like avocado, so there you go. Avocado. Anyway, avocados oh. is not what we're getting at here. So <laughs> I'm thinking about like <laughs> is it easy to do. <laughs> To, to write more things with the AI because it was kind of fun, but we seem to be we're we're there's something he wants to say and there's something I want to. <laughs> it's we're fighting the whole way, which is kind of fun. But um, yeah, yeah. So for some reason, he wants to call me mother, which that's you creepy. Yeah, is that creepy? Yeah, it is. Okay. Cause, cause he's the one that brought up, and he called her mother because that was the first word he heard. Okay, it's Mike Pence. <laughs> oh, it's wow. Mike Pence. Wow. Even worse, bad Zelda, bad. God, if they ever so make he, an android that looks good. like Mike Pence, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, so the vice president, Kenny, wake up! It's 2020. This was not a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> It's been um, happening for the last four this years. This is madness. But anyway, that was my uh, thing with the AI. Should I keep doing it and yes. put it on my blog and, and just, yes, you say yes. So It's going to be fun, yes. Yeah. I mean, this we're writing together, at right? Least the fifth time that I wrote or I read this aloud first. Oh, it week. is? You yes. Just, who else you did told you read me it I could, to? You told me I could read it's it to fine. the boys. I yeah. Care. Oh my God. Oh, I love it. I read it. it. I read it to my friend. It was her, um, her daughter Simone's fifth birthday yesterday. So I read it to her and she's like the sassiest, most amazing child in the world. And she was like, I don't think that Albus is very nice to cats. And I have a problem with that. And I'm like, thank See, you, Simone. I, do too. I agree. <laughs> but anyway, what did, what, what did you like get to did you read it to the boys as they were drifting off to sleep or something? <laughs> no, no, they loved it though. Ian like has all kinds of ideas about AI, and some of you have uh, met Ian virtually. Like he's got ideas, and he's got ideas. about that though, Ian has some very interesting ideas. So. No, in a good way, in a in a positive way. There's almost nothing negative about him. Like I he's, know, but he's I'm a good one. Worried. I I, I so share worried. that concern, but. And no, seriously, this is amazing. I love this okay. little snippet so much because, like the the way that you blended you and Kenny's AI progeny, like it's so perfect. Albus took the trusting sweet animal and dropped it down the laundry spot hole. <laughs> yeah. I think that was me, though. That was me saying, "Yeah." <laughs> I know, I can tell. Like that's what's so great. It's just so perfect. Today, I will go see if Mother has any bread for me. <laughs> Where, where did he get that? I don't. It's just well, great. I think mm. you definitely should continue this project because it's okay, phenomenal. Cool. I may, I may continue it. Then. Well, I, I don't. In, in another thing too, something that I'm, I'm highly, I'm inspired by AI to for, for my, some of my comedic writing too. I've done at yeah. least three things on, on uh, turn up the night in, in the past, like where I, yeah. 
did the I did a a, a pre taped episode of Turn Up the Night when, I, when we went to a concert, and I did this bit where I had like AI in charge of doing name calling, and um, oh, they just messed. That up. was uh, yeah, that That's was awesome. that was really really fun. Um, and uh, let me see if I can find that real quick and see how long it is. Um, what's Robot that? Christmas special. Yeah, I have that yeah. one. I have the a robot Christmas Carol. If you guys want to play that, it, it, it'll take us right up to the oh. end of the show. Would you like to? Sounds hear that? good to me. Sounds yeah. good to me. All right. So this is oh. this is how AI has inspired my writing style because when I use <laughs> again, I use uh, voice to text, and I try and sound like different um, robots. AI. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick presents an artificial intelligence retelling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. All voices are performed by Podcast.com and TTSReader.com robots. Now let's do this crazy thing. The scene opens in the mid-19th century on the filthy rat-infested streets of London. We see lots of disgusting little businesses that sell things nobody would ever buy today. <laughs> Just a bunch of old junk and gross food that humans use to eat. Like goose heads, monkey spines, chicken beaks, assorted flippers, dried spiders, granola with roaches and eyeballs, goat bladders and dog cheese. Seriously grotesque stuff. Okay, where was I? Oh yes, there was one shop that was owned by a payday loan fellow named Ebenezer Scrooge and his dead partner Bob Marley of reggae music and stoner poster fame. As we look into the business, we see Scrooge yelling at his grubby little employee, Bob Crackhead. Bob Crackhead, you lazy jerk. You are the worst employee in the world. I should fire you right now because you are such a lazy jerk. Humbug. Oh, Mr. Scrooge, I'm sorry I'm such a piece of junk. Can I have another lump of coal to put in this old-timey heater? Are you kidding me? Another lump of coal? Humbug. I suppose you are going to ask to have Christmas Day off from work to spend with your family. Humbug. Actually, good Mr. Scrooge, I am a total jerk and I did want to take the day off for Christmas to spend with my family and my son Tiny Tim who broke his arm or something. Oh sweet fancy Moses. I suppose you can take off Christmas but you will force me to say humbug several times until you can no longer stand the sound of that compound word. Humbug. 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 Humbug, 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 humbug. Gar, please no more Mr. Scrooge, please have mercy on my soul. Whatever. Just finish your payday alone work and get the hell out of my sight. Christmas. <laughs> humbug. Later that evening, Scrooge puts on an unflattering dress and a pointy hat and goes into his bleak and lonely bedroom to get some angry sleep. I have so much money and that stupid Bob Crackhead wants to rob me blind. Christmas. Humbug. Yawn. I am sleepy now. I must get some sleep so I can be refreshed to enact revenge on my enemies on Christmas. Humbug. Hello this Scrooge Mon. It is I Bob Marley your old payday loans partner. Humbug. <laughs> you are dead Marley. Why are you here all covered in spooky chains and smoke? Well, you have been a real shithead since I died so I thought I would haunt you and stuff. You will be visited by three spirits tonight to show you that Christmas is awesome and that you're a creepy jerk. 
Sound good? No that sounds stupid. You must be a nightmare inspired by some bit of gross 19th century food I ate today. Maybe the dog cheese sandwich. Oogity boogity oogity boogity. Three spirits. Three spirits. Humbug. No I will sleep. After Scrooge goes to sleep he is awakened by the first spooky ghost that the Bob Marley zombie told him about. She kind of looks like a gothic Disney princess. Scrooge. Scrooge. I am the ghost of Christmas past. I am here to show you some stuff from Christmas past. Why do you bother me Spectre? I was trying to get some angry sleep. Because you're a jerk and I want to show you when you didn't used to be a jerk. Since we don't have VHS or DVD, I need to take you on a magical journey to the past. Humbug. Whatever. Moments later, the ghost of Christmas past whisks Scrooge into the air and uses magic or the quantum realm to travel back in time. We see a young Ebenezer Scrooge and his ex-girlfriend that hates his guts now. Apparently Scrooge used to be a looker and had decent bathing habits. Why are you showing me this spectre? Why torture me? My ex-girlfriend totally hates my guts. Now she's going to see young me and old me and puke everywhere. No. She can't see you, it's okay. Wait. She can't see young me or old me. This doesn't make sense. I can't see her so she should be able to see me. That's just science and shit. She can see young you but she can't see old you because of magic and stuff. This magic and stuff excuse is dumb. If I can't see her she should be able to see me. Can she see you? No she can't see me. She can only see you as a young man. It's like we are watching television. What is television? I don't yeah. think that's been invented yet. The newest yeah, technology right. we have now is the dog milker for making sweet sweet dog cheese. Oh forget about this whole thing. I'll let the next ghost try and scare you. The ghost of Christmas past gave up on that mean old idiot Scrooge and took him back to his nasty bedroom. Then suddenly the ghost of Christmas present showed up looking like a badass Santa Claus. Hey Scrooge dude. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. Holy crap. Another stupid ghost. Humbug. Okay, you know the drill. Let's go fly around and peep on people having fun. The ghost of Christmas present flies Scrooge to a much better part of London without all those rats and dog cheese so they can spy on his nephews Huey, Dewey and Louie. Look at your nephews Huey, Dewey and Louie having a great time on Christmas Eve Scrooge. Yes. My nephews Huey, Dewey and Louie are having a great time for Christmas. Humbug. Okay there is one other place I want to show you. It's Bob Crackhead's house with his family and Tiny Tim who has a broken arm or something. Oh boy. That looks bad. But what can I do to help with that broken arm or whatever? I'm just a jerk-faced old man with three cartoon nephews and a bunch of ghosts following me around. What possible resource could I have at my disposal to help with that broken arm or whatever it is? Tell me spirit. I really can't put my finger on it. Wow. You really are not that bright are you Scrooge? I guess I'll have to let the next ghost really scare the piss out of you. So the ghost of Christmas present gave up on the dipshit and once again took him back to his gross bedroom. Tired, confused and cranky, Scrooge was visited by the third spirit that Bob Marley warned him about. This time it was a straight up grim reaper looking thing with a bony hand and a wicked ass scythe. Who are you spirit? Why do you not speak? You are scary as shit. I think I just soiled my ugly dress. 
the cloaked ghost of Christmas yet to come, then teleported Scrooge to a super spooky cemetery in the future. Spirit. Whose grave is this? Why do you bring me here? The ghost points to the tombstone and the name of Ebenezer Scrooge is revealed. He died without love in his life and really screwed the pooch all around. Nobody should ever screw poochers or eat their cheese. No no no. It can't be. Please. I'll be a better man. I will change spirit. Don't let me die alone and hated. The scene cuts back to Scrooge's terrible bedroom where he is thrashing in his linens and ends up falling on his head on the floor. It was quite a wallet that delivered a satisfying, wet, yet solid thud. Ouch. I hit my head. I must look out the window now to see what day it is. You. Boy, what day is this? It's Christmas Day, governor. Here's a bunch of British pennies. <laughs> Go buy the biggest piece of dog cheese you can find and take it to the crackhead house. You can keep the extra British pennies, boy. <laughs> Thank you, kind sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, boy. Merry Christmas. I will never say humbug again and I will help Tiny Tim with his broken arm or whatever that is he has wrong with him. Then suddenly the skies darkened over old London town. A series of vortices and wormholes tore open the Christmas skies. The earth trembled as an army of multi-dimensional Christmas spirits descended on the filthy rat-infested borough. Some appeared as large axe-wielding gods, others as shambling masses of gore and horror. Some were non-corporeal in form seemingly made of light, gas and other substances never seen in the natural world. Visages of terror and cyclopean stature cast grim and evil shadows that made the weak-hearted faint and the strong-willed go mad. It seems that the three spirits that visited Scrooge had shattered the space-time continuum and ensured the destruction of all life on Earth. Before meeting their ultimate fate Scrooge and every other human on our fragile planet were forced to view graphic Christmas nightmares of the time stream and the multiverse. Graveyard planets, galaxies of hellfire, realms of endless torture and pain, continents of bones and houses filled with blood-red Christmas trees were only a handful of horrors oh, witnessed Melania. that final Christmas day. Our universe was snuffed <laughs> out in an instant while the unearthly suffering was eternal. Happy Holidays <laughs> A Christmas Carol was written by Charles Dickens and bastardized by Kenny Pick. All music in this production was legally acquired and royalty-free. The moral of the story is don't trust ghosts. They will ruin everything. Yep, that was the moral of the story, guys. And also, don't oh. eat cheese from yeah. dogs. Yeah, don't eat cheese from well, dogs. Well, right, that's just a safety one. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's how AI has inspired my writing because they always yeah. they always just fuck things up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So kind of do. Yeah. Uh but and uh yeah, so uh, but I was um, partic particularly I, proud of a few things in there. Go ahead, Michelle. I am sorry for the gift storm. Oh no, it's fine. I love it. I love it. No apology needed. You're so amazing. Christmas in <laughs> September. Yeah. So, uh, but all right, well, let's, let's wrap it up right now. Um, and, uh, so everybody, uh, say a few words, Suze, what do you got? Um, just like, like I said, uh, get registered to vote. You got to do this. Keep talking to your friends. You'd be surprised who is voting for Trump. I know I was. And I saw a boat that had a Trump flag flying from it. And I yelled, 
Trump's going to increase your gas prices. That's all. That's what I did. You should have said, sink like a rock. Well, um, I was in a do. I was in a kayak, with a tandem kayak, and the person with me was like, "Stop it! Stop it!" Oh, that all person's right. getting a paddle to the back of their head, or at least a good healthy splash. Like yeah. you're getting, yeah. you're getting soaked, pal. Sorry. Well, it got it got worse because my one friend that I really have known a long time was like, "Yeah, I'm voting for Trump." I'm like, "You must be messing with me. Please tell me you're not." And he's like. No, it's it's good for the economy, and it's oh, like fuck him. I know. And then yeah. my my other friend that was in kayak was started going off on him. She's like, you know, you, how dare you after what he said about you know the Chinese virus over and over again? Because my friend's Asian, and I'm like, why would you, you know? Wow. I don't know. All yeah. right, Kurt, what you got? You know, think of all the headlines you read over the past four years that felt like a punch to the gut. It felt like the opposite of everything you believe in. It, yeah. It, it, now imagine years and years of the opposite headlines. You know, vote. Yeah. Jesus. That's what I got to say. That's it. Oh. All right. Uh, Zelda, what you got? I second what Sue said. Please make sure that, you know, if you don't have a plan to vote yet, that you get one. And if you need help with one, um, Come to me. I'm happy to help with that. And also, just uh, thank you so much for letting me crash and hang out with you guys. I really enjoy this. Right. Love you. You're you. amazing, Zelda. Thank you. And Miles, what do you got? So, uh, great show tonight. And uh, there was a lot, but the one thing I can definitely take away from this show is that I should not have an AI friend because all I would do is torment it with impossible to answer questions like what's the last digit of pi, name a uh, race, a fantasy race sexier than drow, things like that. <laughs> I don't think you Give should have shot. an AI friend then. No, Give it a no, shot. Sure. And, uh, wow. Alright, and Michelle? Uh just all I have to say is a little teaser for the next uh, segment I do. Um, in The Exorcist, Linda Blair was actually had hired bodyguards to protect her because people actually thought she had been possessed by demons. So, and oh, she does, wow. She does not want to talk about She will not talk about that. I don't so, blame her. I don't blame her for a second. And, and it right. sucks because people believe stupid shit. So, there you go. Agreed. Uh, all right. Well, everybody tune in to Paul's Memory Bank tomorrow, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Radio for Humans. And, of course, Turn Up the Night will return. Uh, Susan and Zelda will be on hand, of course, uh, on Tuesday, 7 to 10. And Rain and Bobber will be uh, back in uh, the rotation with us on Fridays only. Um, and because, uh, you know, the shit takes a toll on everybody nowadays. Mm -hmm. and and it's good good to have more voices uh, at our disposal, uh, not fewer. So, and uh, that yeah, that's just about applaudable grammar, Kenny. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> oh, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, you are one of those people whom I value your opinion deeply. Noise. <laughs> uh, he knows his direct objects from his subjects. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, so anyway, and and uh, you know, do something fun, do something creative, do something kind, do something uh, the exact opposite of what we see going on every fucking day yeah. out of the White House. Uh, like Kurt said, imagine that. Imagine a world where the opposite is, uh, of what happens every day happens. A world of pure that's... imagination. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's also a terrifying place. So I... Yeah, also true. But you know what? Oh, Migo's making a making a a, a Willy Wonka Gene Wilder uh, figure. By oh. the way, oh, yes. yeah. so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited I about that. I actually have to buy that then. I have spoken to someone who has seen it, and uh-huh. apparently it looks just like Gene Wilder too. So. Nice. Uh, so I'm very excited about that, and uh, yeah. But anyway, we gotta go. We gotta go. Stop! Don't come back. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. We'll see everybody yeah. next Sunday. All that you knew is gone. The end of the world, perhaps. Even worse. Game over, man. Game over. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the free ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. Five. Get out! Get out of there! Get out! Why? Join! Stop, don't come back.